Blind Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 79. Back again, back on a Friday night, live from the bunker. It's the One Man Revolution podcast. I am your host, the Revolutionary, and I'm joined by the Comrade and the Canadian and the Caspian and the Artist. Ah, uh, yes. It has been 555 days since the legitimate power took office. And this week, man, stuff happened. Just just uh, park that anywhere, it'll be fine. I we'll, have the we'll, most polite bottle opener. <laughs> we'll find we'll find it later when uh when we when walk you step on it with yeah. no socks, yeah. Acknowledged. It's always the best. It's the new version of Legos. Uh, bottle, bottle caps upside me, down on your floor. I find one every now and again in here from when we were really hammered on a brunch cast and yeah. we were just tossing them everywhere. Drunken Legos sounds uh, awesome. And uh, I'll step on a, a bottle cap and I'm like, what the? Oh, it's a bottle cap. Well, I, this week, I'm drinking the Sweetwater uh, G13 mm-hmm. IPA. Nice. Yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, I found these uh, last week and didn't have any. To, didn't drink any of them, so uh, I had other <laughs> things to drink. So yes, it's a it's a hoppy IPA that um, smells. What do the kids call that? Dank. 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 They call it. You got to say it with gravel though. Dank. Dank. They, they they actually use hemp oils in it. Ah. To give it that dankness. Dank. Very nice. <laughs> Uh, and Thank comrade, you, what are you drinking? Oh, I tore the thing. Uh, so, a local liquor store chain decided to make a terrible mistake and discounted their Dogfish Head 90 Minute IPA <laughs> by 30%. So, I got some. <laughs> They're bastards. Is it yeah, a 7% IPA? What is nine, it? Nine. Nine. An imperial IPA. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like, you know, a big little thing. Yeah. Uh, it's that that caliber, <laughs> and and uh, here's some uh, here's some future audio of the of the revolutionary before he goes home. I got maced. There it is. Uh, <laughs> the revolutionary, the comrade, the, the comrade. comrade. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, Sometimes I identify as a revolutionary. <laughs> I've heard it. <laughs> Canadian, what do you have over there in your red solo cup? In my red solo cup, yeah. it is appropriate. I am drinking a Bud Light next. Oh, no. It is zero carb, super crisp light beer. Oh, Canadian, that's so much worse than I thought it would so be. You, <laughs> so you now no, identify it, as an alcoholic at this point because you're in, drinking... In all, yeah. In all honesty, and yeah. and you may be right, um, I did spike it because I thought this is going to taste like water. So let me add a little flavor to it, and I did spike it with uh, a shot of limoncello, trying to make it <laughs> lemony. And a spiked seltzer. You can't, you can't take it. No, it's it's beer. This is technically beer. Oh, okay. As but, a canoe is technically a boat. Yes. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And so I added limoncello, trying to make it 
you know, better, and I can't taste it. It's it's bad enough that I can't even taste any of them. You can't taste the limoncello in the beer. No. Huh. No. Huh. It's completely washed out. So what you're saying is you've got the new show shotguns. Yeah. Yes, these are definitely (laughs) shotguns. They they taste beer like. Yeah. 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 Beer adjacent. So what is the Bud Light next? As they as you said it, I, I was so aghast that you were drinking something with the words Bud Light in it. It's it's four percent. Oh, okay. Eighty calories, super crisp light beer. It's actually not terrible. Huh. Huh. Um. Well, uh, I, I, it's not good. But my brother just had some, and so <laughs> I thought, well, I'll surprise everybody. Wow. Hey, um, well, because I, I had a cocktail earlier, yeah. and this will start me off. In the second half, I have uh. A stovepipe of uh, Voodoo Rangers. So. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Figured. Well, now we know how this is working. Okay. <laughs> I figured I'd go light. Yeah. You're, you're easing into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Thespian, you have a, a, a Rhodesian Ridgeback. I do. And Harley. And, and a Whippet. And a Whippet. Ooh. Into shape. Whippet oh. good. Yeah. Wow. Who both of ta- those sound. He has tacos on his collar. <laughs> both of those things sound like great like cocktails. Yeah. You know. I'd like a whip it. I'd like a whip it. Please. Uh, yeah, a yeah. whip. So well, whip it's a gin cocktail. A Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Uh, what's that going to be? Vodka? No. You just get no. a Ridgeback. Yeah, you just get a Ridgeback. Anything with yeah. some bite to it. Yeah. That'd be that'd be, a, that'd be a whiskey cocktail from the mountains. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> whiskey so, and champagne. That's right. So what are you drinking over there, artist? Uh, not I've artist. Got oh, sorry, the best man. Watermelon kiwi. Truly. Uh, watermelon kiwi so. pie. All right. So yeah, that sounds fun. That's an interesting mm-hmm. sounding flavor. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is an interesting flavor. I don't I, normally like growing up. I was a strawberry kiwi fan for sure. Yeah, but yeah. So, I guess in our adult life, so that follows that follows that 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 these uh, alcohol companies uh, may, are making seltzers that are basically Capri Suns with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they, why they not? Just need a little straw with a pouch. Yeah. So why That's don't they? They make them. They, they make sell them exist. at the soccer yeah. games. Yeah, oh they make those. God. Yeah, they make those with uh, sangria too. Sangria nice. pouches. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to stab them with the, the thing, but uh, I have. Yeah, the straw. Mm, delicious. Yeah, yeah. As you should. And uh, artist. All right. So uh, you've inspired me to consider bringing Capri Suns to the next show. Oh. However, that probably not go very well with the soundboard. <laughs> no. Me and stabbing the, yeah. No, right through. Not. How many of us have stabbed straight through the pouch? Oh, so many times. I mean, right yeah. straight through. Then you're like, what do I do now? No, I, you just, know. I just continually miss, or I didn't have the strength to. How, how many of us have gotten a facial because we stabbed it and it squirted at us? <laughs> Oh my peanut gallery! <laughs> um, that's it's the stabbing <laughs> part that concerns me. Like, oh, <laughs> well, no, you had a Capri Sun, right? I mean, like, not, 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 the not the kink shame or anything, but I, I hope it was at least sterile. <laughs> <laughs> but the weird part about Capri Suns is, is like, the, there's that 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 uh, that's that delicate balance between you're squeezing it too hard. Or you're not squeezing it hard enough. If you don't squeeze it hard enough, then it just bow- the straw bounces off. Or, That's or probably what I breaks. or bends and breaks. Or you're squeezing it too hard and you hit it and it immediately squirts in your eye, like the Canadian was saying. You know, and I would I would, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of of those things. We had milk in bags when I was <laughs> growing up. So uh, you know, uh, we, we would just cut an end off and it was just easy. Put it in a glass like yeah. a, a goddamn gentleman. Like a gentleman. You know? Yeah. What's that? Put a nipple on it, exactly. <laughs> yeah, very good. 
Yeah. All right, so what I'm actually drinking this week is I've decided to go all the way back to the beginning times of my first exposure to go. the group. I, yeah. I brought some uh, Flying Cauldron Butterscotch uh, Cream Soda. Mm, very so good. That is, that is some good times. Butterscotch. Nice. Well, this week has been rather eventful in the news of the insanity, and it's even gotten personal over here with a bunch of uh, you know, with a bunch of strife between family members, mm. uh, do with, and there's a giant middle finger that just came up from the peanut gallery, uh, where, you know, people start making it personal. They don't listen to you when you say, Hey, you know, we're not going to agree or disagree or even be able to come to any form of detente in this discussion of politics. So let's just not. And there, and and it's it's interesting. Some of those folks on the right, and some people who are on the extreme left, same thing. They don't understand when you say, "I do not consent to a conversation about politics any longer." And if we do, I am just going to walk away, and you're going to be talking to the void because mm-hmm. I don't need this type of strife in my life. Right. You know, and it drives me crazy. And, and, you know, my best example of that was when I was growing up, you know, it was during the Obama administration, uh, many years, it was only a few years ago, but during the Obama administration, and I was hanging out with my family, and inevitably, you know, someone would bring something up about politics, and then someone would say something racist about the former president. Did this happen to be at a 4th of July? That It's happened many times. Yeah, you've been <laughs> to the house where I'm talking about. And I would just, uh, and it would just be like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go outside or I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually it just got to the point where, where it was like, look, I guess I'm just no longer welcome here mm-hmm. because you have shown over and over and over again that you're not going to listen to what I have to say. You're not going to give me the common courtesy of, hey, y'all want to talk politics, that's great. Give me a three-minute warning. I'll go find some other place to be. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, that's that's just plain respect, right? Yeah. It's like w- respecting people's wishes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's no different than, than going to Thanksgiving dinner saying, Hey, I'm vegan and finding that everything has meat in it or eggs yeah, or, or butter bacon. or yeah. And yeah. it's like, you knew I was vegan. Why did you make this food? That's, that's disrespectful to me. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, I was full vegetarian for a very long time and I would bring my own food and then my family would steal all of my food and leave me with nothing yeah. to eat. And they're like, well, no, we have dogs and burgers. You can have those. And it's like. I brought my own food so that I would not have to have that problem. I only brought a little bit because no one else was going to be eating it. You know, so it was the same idea. So it just eventually got to the point where I just removed myself from that position and just never went back. Yeah. I think there's, there's been a, there's a, I I feel like people have kind of forgotten that when you invite a person to a thing, do you, the host, have a responsibility to take into consideration that person's needs and wants in a social gathering? Yeah. If you didn't want to worry about what that person wanted in, in a social gathering, don't invite them, right? And that and, and, and it, it doesn't have to be as formal as a party or a gathering. It can be as simple as a one-on-one conversation. Yeah. If that person is clearly uncomfortable with the topic of conversation or the tone of conversation, it's over. Yeah. Respect being being a two-way street right like being a reciprocal process if you're pushing a point that somebody's uncomfortable with it's your duty to stop right it's as simple as that 
and, and at what point does it turn from being a discussion to it being, a, I just want to get the last word. They just want to get the last word in. Always. And so I, I have taken sometimes to just say, repeating the same thing over and over again. Yep. Well, hey, uh, you know, we, we said we weren't going to talk about politics, so let's just move on. Well, but, you know, you know he's ruining the country. Okay, well, I said I didn't want to talk about politics, so let's just move on. Mm -hmm. And then they go, well, you know, if it wasn't for him, it's like, all right. So uh, now that I've asked a couple of times for us to move on, obviously you don't want to move on. So right. cool. And and we saw that this week in uh, in in the Senate. We've seen it in uh, we've seen it on the steps of Congress. We've seen it inside the House, where there where these the the same things keep being said over and over again by the same small group. Of GQP nut jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, absolute nut jobs. Even where, Christian nationalists. Uh, well, th to that point, all right, where they now are trying to gaslight everyone, which is what this becomes. Yeah. It's like, well, why are you so offended? All I was talking about was, was how bad the country was being run by that asshole. Mm -hmm. It's like, you did it again. I we I thought I came back in because you said you were going to stop talking about this, and you just did it again. Why are you upset? Point. It was just a joke. That's the other yeah. one. Can you explain the joke and tell me why it's funny? Well, he's black, and we and 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 uh, and black people are sometimes called that thing. And it's like, no, that's not a joke. That's racism. Yep. You know. Uh, so it's it, to me, it's very frustrating, and it's a point of contention. You know, a lot of times when we're dealing with one extreme or the other, and now with these yeah. these people who were legitimized by, for four years, where you know you can start saying those things again in public and no and, and you're going to have one in you know one in 5 or one in 6 you know, one in 4 <laughs> right who's going to agree with you yep who's going to be oh yeah uh, i'm right there with you mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. you know if it wasn't for those 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 dang immigrants everything would be fine it's like where is this coming from and then then you feel you know, like you're in some type of twilight zone, like you're somewhere somewhere weird, yeah. And then my favorite part is when they receive any pushback at all, mm -hmm. or if, oh, heaven forbid, they have any consequences, then all of a sudden it's woke culture yeah. and canceled culture. I'm like, oh my God, like, yes! Yeah. Yes, I don't have a problem with that at all. Go back into the shadows, you... you <laughs> evil being <laughs> well, well yeah. it's the other side too like we talked about it during the previous presidency how you know I enabling this kind of hate speech on uh, moss allows the cockroaches to show their true colors which we all were happy about because it's like cool now we know who to cut out of our lives yeah and then we did and then those people were like wait no you can't do that yeah. No, 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 no. That's not that's not respectful. You're not respecting my opinion. Right. It's like, well, hold on. You <laughs> are literally you are literally saying that I should not exist and people who think the way that I think right. should be round up, put into put into into camps and uh -huh. re-educated. Uh-huh. But 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 and, and all I'm saying is I disagree with you. What I'm saying is I will not tolerate hearing that topic of conversation. Right. I'm not saying you need to change your mind. Nope. I'm saying I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah, yeah. And that's and what ends up happening. Yeah. The but interesting thing is the the politics going on. I mean, family members. I mean, I think I told you guys about 
Uncle Ron. Not my uncle, but I'm at somebody's house and Uncle Ron is Everyone there. Everyone has an Uncle Ron. Racist, racist bastard. And so I don't go to that family anymore because I'm just not going to deal with him. Yep. Um, it was very nice of them to invite me in the first place. But, yeah. but we see that now in senatorial politics where I think it's the um, – God, his name starts with an M, and I'm gonna uh, Mansion Masterson or something. No, no, he's a running for Senate in oh. Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, he's not a senator yet, so you're you're off the hook. Senator. Yeah, you're off the he's hook. He's running for it, but he was talking about uh, not cowing, not bowing to the two percent. They're not gonna they're not gonna take a knee for, to get to the two percent anymore. And what that is a reference to is roughly two percent of the population in the U.S. is Jewish. Uh, what and, and openly being an anti-Semite running for a federal office? It's in very 2018. Ohio is apparently okay, and and the the conversation was well, Democrats need to like calling these people out. They are, they all need to be saying these are this is the party of bigotry and hate, and and just not not deal with it, not support it, not. Are you talking about Mandel? Yeah, Mandel? Mandel, yeah. That's his name. yeah. Is he Ohio or is he Ohio? You're right. Yeah, he's Ohio. Well, yeah. the word, again, yeah. you you mentioned you know that y- there's some pushback, uh, and you also mentioned Christian nationalism, and the person that's doing doubling down about Christian nationalism, and don't they don't understand why they're being called a Nazi? Uh, Gosh, I wonder why is 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 a uh, uh, representative from Georgia, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, who honestly, she is not, she is so hate filled that that's her only platform. Mm -hmm. And when you try and find anything else that she supports, there's nothing behind it. It's just hate. And when people pointed out that Christian nationalism was, has a foundation, a hundred percent was coined by someone who was a Nazi sympathizer who was a who who thought that Hitler was doing the right thing and and ran against uh, FDR, uh, you know during uh, during one of the elections I think it was 1944. So here we have someone uh, you know in a party called the Republicans. No, no, no. no. The R words. No, it was the was it the America uh, First party? It was the America First America party. Hey! party. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so when so so when non ironically these GQPers start making sentences like that and saying, you know, well, as the artist said, they come they're out of the shadows and we just want we want them to go back in. I don't want them to go th- back nope. in. Yeah. I want them to be as loud and proud as they possibly can so we can so like like I always said the best way to do this is to offer free tattoos of whatever you want, but when the when, when you get there, it's an entire sheet full of uh, white uh, white supremacy stuff to get tattooed. Oh, there you go. And the people that accept that free tattoo, you just put them on a list, uh-huh. and you say, okay, well, thank you very much, and you just put them on a list. Please just sign this consent form. Yeah, and yep. you just put them on a list, and you go, well, you, we get to watch you now. <laughs> <laughs> We're no. just going to watch you now. So because tattoo something... comes with a free geo tracker. That's right. The, the only real danger in allowing these people to feel comfortable being open about their bigotry is a thing that Canadian you've taken great umbrage with in the news uh, in the past, which is uh, giving Air. hate speech and bigotry yeah. equal leverage in a debate on policy or politics. Right? right? It's mm-hmm. this idea that. 
Well, if we have to present both sides, well, here's one person saying global warming's real, and here's another person saying we need to fight the Jews. And right. those aren't the Jews equal. are responsible for global warming. <laughs> right, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Or, it, but like, the point is space lasers. Here's one from this week. A NASA official who was discussing uh, some of the many programs that NASA is doing right now had an individual stand up and 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 talk flat Earth. Have you heard about the flat Earth yeah. and how and how uh, and how, no, it wasn't NASA. It was uh, it was during a Na- a NASA event, but it was some guy who was running for Congress. Oh, good. And it, and he they were like, well, have you heard about about the flat Earth? And he's like, well, I'm not sure what this is what what you're asking. I've heard about what you're talking about. Yeah. He says, and how NASA and the United States government are hoaxing that, but and like this whole thing. And he and he was just standing there. And one of his opponents, who was standing in the same group, because, like I said, it was a, an event where you know the candidates were listening to a NASA speech of some type. Oh, okay. In, in this in this one area, yeah. And it was just one of those. Uh, he uh, he was expecting one of them to agree with him, and that would be the one he oh. would vote for. Well, I mean, but, and they were all like, "No." But but I uh, think the I, Earth is yeah. not. The NASA I mean, official stood up and said, um, "We have plenty of evidence that shows that." Yeah. and of course you would say that. No, that's yeah, a good. It's ex- all fake. That's yeah. a good example of lunacy spread through the internet, which yeah. is a beautiful tool for communication. But I, I, I'm more discussing like you get your dais on CNN, right? And they've got a person who's saying. You know, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a good and, and powerful movement to help people in you have this a country. Ci- you have a civil rights. Uh, you have a civil rights attorney who is talking about Black Lives Matter, right? And then you Alex have, Jones. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to give you like three examples of people like PhDs. No, and, yeah, no, but, and this, and then some guy named Fred off right, the street who right. who who believes that uh, that 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 Satan lives in a bottle that he keeps on his desk. But the biggest problem with this is when you give Fred. A, a seat at the table, CNN or Fox News or whoever is legitimizing that person's viewpoint right. to the right. public. They're right. saying this person's argument is a valid argument and should be considered when that's, that's no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, at no point should we be giving any airtime in any form of debate or discussion to bigotry, uh, whether it's uh, racism, homophobia, transphobia, what, I don't care. That's not a valid viewpoint. Uh, there are right. things that can be discussed within a valid viewpoint of saying that, yes, all human beings have a right to exist, and let's discuss how we approach you know, uh, children and, and, and misgendering and things like that. That's a complicated topic that deserves discussion. But the alternative to helping these children is not, well, they just shouldn't be gay. But the difference right? is, is that Christian nationalists and people who are of that ilk... GQ peers, they don't think that they should that people every person has a right to exist. No, I'm aware. I'm very and aware. And Christian nationalism literally gives them a platform to say, "Well, I'm on a crusade against all of." The, if yeah. you're not accepting what, if you don't accept what I have as the one and right. true way to do it, I can crusade against all of you. No, I I, I I know those people exist. I'm not saying they won't exist. I'm saying that. Legitimate organizations oh, no, with agree. with reach shouldn't be validating their opinions. Right. Canadian. Actually, actually, the artist was up, uh, up was for he? a little okay. bit. Yeah. All right. I'll say. Uh, I will actually name names, and I'll say Chuck Todd would yeah. would be the host there. Going. All right. So we have this PhD, and we have this uh, civil rights attorney, and then we have a uh, proud boy. You know, Cletus, yeah. and. Uh, the debate rages on, and I guess we'll never know what the right answer is because yeah. all sides are equally bad in this. Well, oh, we were good. just asking questions. I don't understand why 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 we cannot become one one voice here, Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Issue problem, one. <laughs> the problem is, 
uh, pardon me, (coughs) exacerbated because we have you masturbated. I'm sorry, you cut out there for a second. They're they're (laughs) masturbating on public TV. No, they're they're exacerbated because we have they're masturbating in the Senate and the senators are (laughs) masturbating the problem. No, it's exacerbated because we have prominent political figures who are campaigning and running ads and being out in the public eye. And they're legitimately should be interviewed by places like CNN to ask them questions on their policy and how they're doing it. And they're getting that from their, their, you know, campaign and spewing all this stuff. Like we're not going to bow to the 2%. I mean, it's, it's at that point, they need to be shut off and, and told, no, you can't do that. You're not allowed. You are not a legitimate candidate if you're going to run on hate. Yeah. I, uh, I've had discussions with folks who, like, I am definitely a, a tolerant individual. I always go towards, like, acceptance and, you know, of different opinions and different ways of life and different cultures. But then they bring up Nazis and, like, should I be tolerant of them? I'm like, no. No. No, because it's... It's the I fall back to the quote, uh, "Evil persists when good people do nothing." So right. you, if you should if not you, be tolerant of intolerance, exactly, yeah. you cannot be. Well, there intolerant goes the intolerant of, left again. Well, see, here's here's the thing. I have brown eyes and dark hair. So did Hitler, which is ironic, <laughs> but like. According to their thesis, anyone with blo- without that doesn't have blonde hair and blue eyes is Except inferior, for, yeah. and is therefore subject to being purged. But but that it's was self defense to stand up against them. But but that was the whole paradox of the Reich, because you had this whole group of people who were in charge who were not the Teutonic perfect. Blonde they, hair, blue eyed, tall, muscular. They, they had people. Pakistani and and Indian fighting forces. Yeah, the, the Third Reich did. Yeah. Like it, the it, fact like that there their are, racism was only when it was convenient. Yeah. Yeah, but like yeah. their logic, like Snape is a half blood. Right. <laughs> Damn it. Their logical inconsistencies doesn't decrease the danger. No. Of the logical conclusion of their argument. I, I would, they think I would that argue people that... like me should not exist. Well, for a variety of reasons. They want to wipe me off the face of the earth. No, I would argue that what makes it more dangerous is, is the inconsistencies, right? It's the unpredictable nature of a beast. So if they were always strictly religious about their adherence to their own philosophy, mm-hmm. right? Every single German soldier would have been blonde hair, blue eyed, and every leader would have been blonde hair and blue eyed and all that stuff, which means we don't have Adolf Hitler. We don't have, you know, all of these Goals other people. Occurring. Right. Yeah, exactly. We, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have like weird leftover uh, Jewish scientists yeah. in the Reich under duress, but still working for the Nazis, right? Like if they were actually consistent in the application of their hatred and bigotry, they would have flamed out instantly. But because, as in all things, uh, they had to be flexible. The, the, the nature of their own rhetoric required them to break their own rules in order to survive and succeed. It made yeah. it that much more dangerous. Well, Which this week was illustrated by our Senate. Sure. So we had a bill. I'm only called a bill. the called the Pact. Oh right? yeah, called the Pact. Oh yeah. And this was a bill that was that was uh, that was uh, uh, formed by 
Florida Senator Marco Rubio. Uh-huh. He was one of the he was one of the bipartisan group that put forward uh, this bill that was that was uh, that actually passed in a in 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 this day and age mm-hmm. eighty four to thirteen. It to, was a landslide. Yeah, it was over uh, eighty four to. Four, uh, is 26 or something like that? No, no. Uh, 16, well, no, 84, 16. I mean, there might have been a couple of abstentions. This is a superconductor thing? It was a, no, no. <laughs> this, was the, this was the one that a few weeks ago, back in June, uh, three weeks ago, it passed. It went to the House because it was a Senate bill, mm-hmm. and it needed to go to the House to do things like, let's check to make sure that the I's are crossed and the, the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted and, and that there's funding, the funding is coming from the right places. Yeah. And there was a technical error. So it had to go back. They, they fit, the, nothing was changed in the bill. They, they removed a sentence. They removed a sentence, a yeah. single sentence that was technically incorrect. That's all they did. The bill was the same. Uh, veterans for, for everything from uh, Vietnam forward who were exposed to chemical weapons or burn pits would be allowed to get medical treatment. It would expand the VA to the point of making sure that our fighting force would have medical care because they put their lives in danger and their lives were put in more danger because of the way that we have to get rid of our garbage in these areas of the world because we can't leave our bases and whatnot. Right. And also the folks that got exposed to Agent Orange and the mm-hmm. folks mm-hmm. folks who were exposed to uh, the burn fires in uh, in, in Iraq yeah. when all the yeah. all the uh, burn the, pits. No, not the no, no, the, the, uh, the 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 when Saddam burnt all of the oil fields. Oh yeah. So they were exposed yeah. to capping those and so now they're then they have horrible yeah. conditions. And they changed, They had to take out one sentence. Nothing changed in the bill. It went right. back to the Senate, and uh, this failed. week it failed. All the Republicans voted against it. No, uh, no, yeah, no, because it 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 was the vote was fifty five, fifty six to 56. something or other. Yeah, it was fifty six. No, no, it was, there were forty two Republicans who voted not to clear the filibuster. Right, right. So yeah, so but but I if I recall, it wasn't. All Republicans who voted against it, I believe there's a Democrat or two in there as well. Sure, Chuck Schumer changed changed his because he said that yeah. there there were a couple but, of Democrats that changed their votes because yeah. it wasn't going to pass. Yeah, and, and so if, if if they get fifty votes in this thing, then they can't bring it back up again. Right. Or if it's like he, oh, if the Senate Majority Leader votes for it, then they can't bring it back up again. So he, right. he votes uh, against okay. a lot of bills okay. that aren't going to pass. So he to, can to give them a chance to come back. Got right. it. Monday, they're going to do it again, and they're going to see how many Republicans, after but, their scorn they faced, are going to change their minds. But what's so weird to me about this is is the 80, 80, to, 80 to 20 vote goes, to the, house, in this goes to the House passes gets cleared passes no problem goes back to the senate and they're fist bumping each other while they're casting their no votes i believe it was ted cruz and somebody okay so all about politics over people and policy they don't have policy but 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 that's my point policy they would say oh this isn't our policy we should vote for it but but here but what's so confusing about it is after the first senate vote and it goes to the house it's a law done So well, what what happened? Uh, yeah, well, it has to be signed by the president, and this House had right. to make a change, which means it has to go back to the Senate. Right? I can I can speak to this. There is a current narrative that explains why this got voted down. Oh, all right. So 
Uh, let's take the Wayback sh- Machine. I, uh, I believe the narrative is bitches be crazy. Right? Mr. Peabody, okay. where are we going now? Okay, we're, go- we're, we're going back a couple weeks uh, when uh, Schumer and Manchin started negotiating uh, the possibility of, of reintroducing Build Back Better. Like, they're, they're going to try and, and get that passed because, like, they had passed the first half and they were going to come back and pass the second half, but then it didn't happen because Manchin was ever whatever. So they're, they're renegotiating, and simultaneously there is a bill that is bipartisan. Uh, it is specifically to encourage... Uh, uh, the, the, building of, the, chip, yeah, the, the chip, the the building of semiconductors uh, within the United States and like microchips and like for to fix supply chain issues, and that had bipartisan support. But because McConnell got word that Schumer and Manchin were trying to hammer out a deal to get Build Back Better passed, he comes down and goes, "Well, if you pass this Build Back Better bullshit." Uh, I'm going to put the kibosh on this uh, microchip thing so you can say goodbye to that. And so Manchin, and this is, I'm actually surprised that Manchin could be considered kind of a a underdog in this. He he goes, okay, I'm going to... He's just a dog. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill Build Back Better. All right, so don't worry about that because I'm opposed to it. I'm walking away from the negotiating table. And so McConnell goes, oh, that makes me very happy. We're not going to do Build Back Better. You've abandoned that idea. Therefore, we'll go ahead and we'll pass this microchip thing. I don't have a problem with that. Let's pass it. So it passes. And four hours later, Manchin's like, psych! (laughs) Schumer and I are actually back on negotiating Build Back Better. And Mitch McConnell was so furious. He's like, all right, if you're going to do Build Back Better, then that case, veterans don't get anything, and I'm going to kick puppies but, as well. No, I, I well, Okay, that's a fun story. But, oh, uh, since you mentioned it. Sorry. I, th- I just wanted to say that. Okay. So, uh, well, so no, but, but again, that my problem with that is it, it doesn't justify the internal logic. Oh, it doesn't. Of a sweeping... Pa- so it unanimously left the, the committee that wrote it. Mm-hmm. Unanimously. It's a bipartisan committee. Everyone said yes. Goes to the Senate. Landslide. Goes to the House, no problem. Goes back to the Senate, and now there's a problem. That yeah. logic no, it, to me doesn't track. Do not expect it's, logic. It's not logical. It's, it's, it's vindictive. politics because because of what the artist said. Republicans felt played. They felt lied to. Oh my God! How dare you lie to me? We've never lied to you. So so <laughs> so, so they, what they felt so, lied to. So uh, they I were to, angry. Okay, to clarify, to clarify then. The, the, is this Pact? Is that what it's called? It's called Pact. Pact. Yeah. Pact. Yeah. So and the, it's named after a, a guy who yeah, yeah, got yeah. cancer from a burn pit and died and left his family destitute. So so, so Pact, was that passed by the Senate before yep. all of the stuff that the artist is talking yep. about? Passed okay. in June. Got it. Okay, that's that was the, the part I was missing. Right. And, so and that so, passed, so what, went to the House, came back to the Senate, and the Senate was mad. So... Senate was mad because of this other chip deal, which they didn't yeah. want to pass because they wanted to do. They McConnell is trying to destroy Biden's agenda, and yeah. the Democrats are are outplaying him to get it done, and he's yeah. mad at it. So he pat he he kills this bill. The thing that gets me is it's like okay, you've been played, haha, we got one on you. Now you just played yourself, right? Yeah. Because because. Schumer voted against it, he's going to bring it back up. And yep. he's going to bring it back up over and over and over. You're oh, yeah. eventually going to vote for it. Well, How many times are you going to vote no before you vote the yes? Other, the other thing that's 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 interesting to me about this is, uh, f- first off, 
going to acknowledge this out the gate before I continue. The Democrats are still failing in this in this facet. So I know that. Yep. Let's let's accept that part. <clears throat> you got Roe v. Wade, <coughs> massive. Massive st- stealing of, of, of individuals' rights. Oh, but the but, Democrats for 50 but, years had but, a chance to codify yeah, yeah, it. Go ahead. Shut up. Uh, no, 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 go ahead. But it was a massive win politically for the Democrats, right? Because it took all the wind out of the sails of all the Republicans doing their, their woe is us. The world is falling apart because that's a massive Republican victory. So now the Democrats have an opportunity to really step this one up and get it going. So that's one. Now you've got this one. This is another really big failing by the Republican Party because we've got... 40 of them on the record voting yay and then 30 of those 40 voting nay yeah. very clearly demonstrating that including we are, Florida's we are, Rick Scott we're, we're playing political football with the American people and and probably 30 of them are going to vote yay again so you were for it before you were against it before right. you were for it yeah. it's going to be a campaign uh, ad against but, all of them right and that's that's what I'm saying like all of these things are very clearly big big eggs in the face if nothing else of the Republican machine at the moment mm-hmm. and and what frustrates me is somehow the Democrats are failing to drum this up like yeah. and- that and it's, the, it's and a the it's a home white run. nationalist shit is another one. Well, they just yeah. need to call. They need to call them out. I mean, uh, they they should. They won't. I don't know why they won't. It's really bizarre. Yeah, I have because a, I have a feeling. I, I, I have am, a feeling that tonight's going to be a long night. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> not if you whip it good. <laughs> so if. Like this, this build back better thing is not a sure thing. So there's always the possibility that uh, Manchin and Schumer can clutch defeat out of the jaws of victory mm. and have this uh, be another catastrophic failure. Or the Dems could actually deliver before the midterms and they could deliver something big. Okay. If they do that, then they have accomplished something because this is climate action. Oh, this is oh, this microchip one. The microchips one had all kinds of climate shit in it. No, 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 a no, ton. No, build, no, they put on, a bunch of stuff we'll in there. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let it finish. Okay. Yeah. So the the chip thing is one thing. That's that's jobs. That's tech jobs. Build Back Better also has climate initiatives uh-huh. and a number of other um, uh, you know large public works projects. Right. So this is a huge win that they can deliver to the American people. Plus, they have all of this footage of Republicans celebrating purposefully hurting the troops. Right. That's what I'm saying. The party of support the troops is going to make them suffer. No, that's that's exactly what I was saying. That's exactly, yes. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And and they changed the name of the bill. It's the the, uh, Inflation Reduction Act of 2012. Oh boy! Yeah. yeah. Now I do want to get into the chip bill because I haven't done yeah. any reading on it, but it sounds interesting to me. But the chip bill does have they they backdoored it and they put a ton of environmental stuff in there. They put incentives for for making uh, factories more uh, energy efficient. They put mm-hmm. they put stuff in there on alternative energies. They put stuff. A lot of that stuff was thrown in there under the guise that how can you vote against Republicans? Mm -hmm. Uh, How can you vote against uh, actually building chips here in the U.S. and having a strategic reserve of chip builders? Now, remember also, by the way, this is a a victory for major, for giant multi-billion dollar corporations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not a victory for you or I. It's not, it doesn't help 
a, a person that was affected by Agent Orange during this the, during the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. who literally got cancer, and he's got you know, and they have hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars worth of medical bills that their that their family cannot touch. Mm-hmm. You know, this does not help people. Right. And also, it's thirty years out. It's twenty years out. It's not tomorrow. I, we I, have I, chips being built in this I mean, country. Yeah. That that being said. Uh, the supply chain problem we've been experiencing is specifically because in the globe, as in all forms of capitalism, yeah, <laughs> uh, the market was cornered. Yeah, there is, I believe, two or three major chip makers in the world. Yeah, in there the, there's two, two or three, three. in the yeah. world. That's insane. And it's because it's very dirty to make chips. Oh, is it? You don't want to make chips here. Yeah, there's acids that will soak through your skin and melt yeah. your bones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, you know. all of the materials are polluting. Yeah, right. Um, the other pollute. thing in this bill is there's research and development, but if you take the money and you produce a product, you have a patent, yep. you have to manufacture it in the U.S. Right. You huh. can't then take that and manufacture it overseas. Huh. Right. So Interesting. Some, well, that's I mean, but but what I, what I wanted to get at though is is this is uh, yes, it's taxpayer dollars subsidizing an industry that is already worth billions of dollars and will continue to make a profit mm-hmm. while we pay them to do it. Yep. Uh, but um, if it creates diversity in the market, that's a good thing. Right. It also uh, learns a lesson, I would say, uh, just because specifically the pandemic uh, screwed up supply chains, so. It was difficult to get microchips. It was difficult to manufacture things. It was difficult to get products. Still so, is. so these things gummed up uh, global Everything. supply chains. So there's an effort to manufacture at least some of this stuff domestically, so that it's not a problem again in the future. So we don't. It's it's preventative, so that we don't have these shortages in the event of another pandemic. Oh, don't worry. Be ready for uh, you know five thousand dollars cell phones. You know that, the, that are made the, here in the U.S. Part of the problem, yeah. Part, I mean, that's part <laughs> of the problem. Is it's not like Intel doesn't have manufacturing plants in the U.S. It's just that it's cheaper to build it over in China. Where in uh, I believe Intel over. makes their chips in Israel, or Israel, or other countries where where environmental restrictions aren't as tight. Yeah. And I would say but, that politicians are easier to bribe, but I think we're past that now. But but US. also also look at what's happened uh, with car manufacturers, right? Like. All of the biggest ones actually have factories here in the U.S., which right. which ends up being a very net positive for people living here, right? Right. Uh, Honda, Subaru, Volkswagen, Mercedes, that, Port, like all of them. That's import stuff, though. There, there yeah. are strong that's to avoid. Yeah. No, I'm that's aware. To avoid uh, no, I'm aware. But what I'm what I'm saying is like uh, that's probably one of the few examples of of tax law, like import tax law, right. actually working for actually us well. Works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this could be another example of like actually proper forward-thinking industry building in the United States. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. When when car shortage, uh, uh, cars right? Everyone knows cars. Cars are hard to find right now. Why are cars hard to find right now? Because we don't have the chips. The computer chips that drive your car aren't available. I can I can find tons of cars. You just go to any Walmart parking lot, and there's plenty <laughs> of them. You bring yourself one. a crowbar and a fill and a Phillips head screwdriver. Got yourself a car. A little slim uh, jam action and. <laughs> Snap into you know, a slim but, but yeah. uh, <laughs> snap into a new ride. I tell you what, uh, it's been. Ve- <laughs> I tell you what, it is very difficult to unlock a car with a piece of beef jerky. <laughs> You're just not trying, yeah. <laughs> with that, with that attitude, listen, you don't have the skill. Yeah, but but uh, I, I 
to me, it's, it's a hopeful thing. Uh, I saw an article today saying that China is decrying this as, go- as uh, having the potential to disrupt global supply chain. Good. That's a good thing. If we make China economically uncomfortable, we're doing a good thing. There are, they're already failing. Who? China. With, uh, with what? Oh, their entire banking system is failing. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the largest real estate investors yeah. cult, uh, defaulted uh, yeah. last Over year? and over again. Yeah. Earlier this year? There, there's, there's a lot of problems going on in China. We could yeah. spend a whole podcast yeah. on that. I would love but. to do that at some point. I think that'd be fascinating. Yeah. But occasionally, this is an economics podcast. <laughs> no, it's no, a tech, tech, tech podcast. <laughs> this is a tech podcast. We're talking about tech. But with I don't the think cars, we know right? anything about economics. Yeah. It, but, but so Line like... But neither does anybody else. <laughs> right. Just on equal so, playing field at that point. Exactly. So we can well, speak we, yeah, well, authority. our opinions are just as valid as those Harvard people. We all yeah. know that. Yeah. Especially right. Harvard after they've taken the dunking they have on all those lawyers they produce. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, they're all in Washington. None of them are successful. None of them. Yeah. None yep. of them. Or, or smart, apparently. Yeah. And when you have people like, uh, like uh, Senator Rick Scott right here from Florida, who... I you are going to say Raphael. On the same day as the vote... For this, uh, for this packed act, uh, he is at the USO packing care packages and saying, "Oh, I had a wonderful day," and then goes and votes against the uh, against the troops. I mean, that level of cruelty, that level of uh, I mean, I'm used to the hypocrisy. We're all used to the hypocrisy. We've been looking at hypocrisy in politicians for years and years and years. Yeah. We've got shows called Hypocrisy in the Whole Nine Yards. It's all there. <laughs> it's the only way I know how to spell it. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, the only way I can spell it. That's right. Um, but like, it's not just the hold hypocrisy. On. Hold the on. Cru- yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. What drives me crazy is that I'm used to the hypocrisy, but the cruelty is the part that, I'm, that, that feels new. Yeah, it's that new shiny thing where you know the 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 GQPs, the 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 high conservatives, the followers, the 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 Trumplicans of all those folks are just coming straight out and going, yeah. oh yeah yeah, as long as it's a win for us, we don't care about anything else. Right. Go ahead. When you say the cruelty feels new, do you mean like 2022 new, new car smell new, or yeah. like 2016 new? Because the cruelty has been the point for at least 2017 six years. new. Yeah, 2017 no, yeah. new. I was going to say, uh, Revolution, to your point, yeah. I think that's because at this point the the Republican messaging machine feels like they have so many da- demographics just in the bag. Yeah. Like, we are not worried about the police vote. We are not worried about the vet vote. We're not worried about uh, the NPR vote. We're not, like, we're not worried about 60-plus white Christians. We, we've got those votes in the bag. And I think because of that, they are, they're, not, they're not worried about maintaining the mask anymore, right? They, they do the normal PR BS, like, like, you know, making care packages in front of a camera, right? Right. right. Uh, and, you know, and, then, and they're going to do Veterans Day. They're going to do yeah, Memorial they'll, they'll, Day. Yeah, they're going to they do, do their Labor things. Days. I mean, they go to their I, local you say park. That, but I happen to know one or more 60 plus white Christians who don't fall for that bullshit. But they are the exception to the rule. Right, like, like when I say, like again, when I say these things, I'm saying them with a very broad brush. I'm not saying that anybody who identifies as a white Christian over sixty is obviously a Trump voter. That's not the case. What I'm saying is the vast majority of that demographic will typically vote Republican. Right, that's a give. That's a known fact. That's a statistic, proven statistic. 
I, I don't yeah. know anymore, though. But, but, no, but, but that's, yeah, but, but, no, but it is, it is, yeah, in, historically I, it has right. been that way. So, what Correct. I'm getting at is the Republicans feel like they have certain demographics unquestionably in the back pocket. They no longer have to cater to those people. Yeah. Those yeah. people feel trapped in voting for anybody with an R because voting for anyone with a D is just an evil thing. It, it is beyond their <laughs> capacity. Therefore, <laughs> The Republicans don't have to worry about them anymore. But, but I see this all of this as an example that the Democrats, which they won't, right. can take advantage of. I agree. Like, like that two, the two percent comment really got me. I yeah. cannot because, find that comment. Yeah, because that is outright racist. I, I'll, I'll find. Yeah, it. I, yeah. And, and I might have I might have Mandel confused with the other the other racist. There's guy so many crazy ones out there right now. So many crazy. Um, ones. It's like, hey, have you heard about and, that and, racist Republican? And you're like, which one? Um, and the the point being is that that's so open that is going to turn people off because there's enough people who are who are sixty plus years old are not that far from Nazi Germany when they grew up and they understand that rhetoric is what it's about that rhetoric is about eliminating Jewish people you know it's, and and that th- that's an easy thing to make and most most Republicans who are non-thinking Republicans just vote R because the Dems are bad are going to like think twice about voting for that guy because they know where that's coming from and they know what it leads to. And so I think this racist thing that they're going to, this white nationalist thing they're going down is going to actually turn off that same demographic. I will, I will suggest for anyone that may be listening that may happen to be a registered Republican or someone who has Republican leanings if for you, the most racist one in the primaries. Well, I was going to say, if if you are not comfortable with voting for a Democrat, you can just stay home. <laughs> just stay or, home. Or, like I said, vote for the absolute most racist garbage mouth person and put them up against the other the other candidate the, the, from the other side of the aisle. See, so I, that those so the attack ads are easier to write. You know, I mean, you say that. But I lived through the last presidency. Yeah. So having like crazy racist raving versus someone that knows what they're doing is not always the safest bet. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I didn't say it was a safe bet. I'm just saying that at least you are at least you are voting clearly for what you for what your party represents. You know? Right now, I think that you know, with with uh, like Josh Hawley, who's putting out a uh, putting out books about masculinity while he's running, <laughs> while he's running like Forrest Gump uh, out of the uh, on January sixth, and and uh, you know, and you have uh, you know, big headed. Uh, 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 what, what do we call Matt? What do you call a representative Wheels? Matt Gates? Wheel. Oh, Gates. Oh yeah. You notice you have not heard a damn word from Wheels. He's gone. <laughs> oh, he's done. Wheels <laughs> yeah. is done. He yeah. has not. He, uh, he doesn't have a Twitter. He's yeah. gone. He's gone. Wheels. Yeah. And by the way, uh, never discount Marjorie Taylor Greene. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia. She is in the top three Republican uh, fundraisers. Really? So people are giving her money, and even though she no longer has a Twitter. Because Twitter permanently has banned her now, mm-hmm. um, she already has podcasts and she's guests on 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 shows yeah. and all. She has a megaphone out there where people are re are tweeting that information yeah. that she is the crazy that she's doing, including things like her monkeypox 
insanity. Oh, so good. Uh, saying that, you know, basically so spreading misinformation about the spread of monkeypox, yeah. which I'm not going to get into any of that homophobic rhetoric. Nope. Uh, if you want to get into it, you feel free to look it up on your own. Uh, monkeypox is spread through saliva. It's spread yeah. through the, through contact. It's not a sexually transmitted disease. And, uh, you know, stop turning this into, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan talking about AIDS in the 1980s. Everything Reagan did was wrong. Right. You know, if you don't believe me, uh, there's some there's plenty of documentation out there on it. Uh, we are we're coming up on the break. Sure. But I want to leave us with a bombshell. Uh, is she behind door number three? Ayo. Where is she? Oh, my. Uh, no. She? So here's a, here's oh. a fun uh, little kernel of thought to leave you on the break here. I really hope President Trump runs for office again. He might not be able to. Um, <laughs> ah. Damn it. Ah. I'll cut the other part. We'll out. be right back. All right. You are listening to One Man Revolution with your host, the revolutionary. And the comrade. And the Canadian. And... The thespian and the artist. Yeah, uh, we had some. Uh, we had so, so this time we had coffee with uh, ice cream in it uh, at the uh, at the beckon of the uh, of the peanut gallery. So that's a good time. Ah, all right. What you got there? Oh, I got fancy, and you probably smell it from there. Um, this is that's not a good thing. This is mighty swell. Uh, mango raspberry spiked seltzer. Now, yeah, that, like I said, it's not a good thing. Oh, it's a good thing. <laughs> so, so this is from the Mighty Swell Company. It contains only natural ingredients, uh, including where it's 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 low in quote calories, uh, and it is sweetened with white grape juice. So it's not even sweetened with like Races. sugar or anything. Yes, it's, so it's, it's well, always white grapes. Yes, um, but their flavors are surprisingly exactly what they should be. Are, are they robust flavors? Very robust. So nice. there's so in the pack in the in this pack that we have, we've got grapefruit, uh mango, raspberry, uh pineapple mm-hmm. and blood orange. And the orange smells like uh, like orange. And again, I'm wondering the when schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Yeah, I'm wondering when the uh, the United States government, the FDA, is going to come after seltzers soon because because there are so many. This stuff tastes delicious. It's low calorie, you know, and it's it's one of those things you crack it open. It's refreshing. It's, I, yeah, it's the, the, it's the vape of uh, beer. I, I mean, so Four Loca had a problem, right? But um, I think seltzers. Have comfortably fallen into the, the 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 college girl demographic more than anything else. Like Sexist. I don't. No, no, it's marketing. Um, I'm sorry. I you don't. Had my attention I don't. Yeah. Girl. I don't drink there. beer. Uh, Calm down, Matt Gates. Yes. <laughs> no, but like I don't. No, like, college, so like not high school. So oh, sure. ed, so when Four Loco was becoming big, high school kids loved energy drinks. So it was like an energy drink. So it was cool. Oh, and also you get a little buzz, man. How cool is that? So, like, it's edgy to drink, and it's cool to have an energy drink. So, like, that's why I think high schoolers run for Four loco. Seltzers, if you brought a seltzer to a high school mixer, they're going to look at you, and they're going to make fun of you. Right? Yeah, no, because you're going to bring it in a clear water container and say you're too cool, and you're drinking water. Yep. Right, right, sure. Uh, what do you have over there, comrade? You you busted into my six pack of the good stuff. I did. <laughs> I love uh, that stuff. The Henninger Lager yeah. from Germany. God, I love that stuff mm. so much. It's a half liter, yes. as it should be. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, it's on it's on sale uh, right now over the summer at a local uh, beverage uh, uh, store, ABC, uh, for seven ninety nine a six pack. So I'm making a trip yep. to get the the bourbon. Yes, you and are. Right, the Canadian rye and the Canadian rye yeah. and the, the Mister Black. And now I get some Henninger Lager. Henninger yeah. Lager. Henninger Lager. While you're at it, uh, what do you have over there, Canadian? So so first, I would like to say oh. that the Budweiser next was actually not bad. But that's so, not saying so, that it's good though. But your no, expe- no, how low were your expectations? I I did they they were pretty low. And <laughs> and here's what I, I expected it to taste like a watered down Budweiser. Hmm. And it didn't. It tasted like a shandy. Oh like okay. a real not bad. like a real somebody took a British ale and added some lemonade to it. And so it had a very nice regular sort of lager beer and ale beer flavor, not a Budweiser skunky flavor. And but it was just very light and easy to drink. I I, I I'm a I'm not gonna say I'm a fan, but it's way better than a Bud Light. Huh? Way better tasting than a Bud Light. Wow. That's it's a, actually drinkable. That's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Exactly. Um I think it's there. To, I think it's there for the frat bros to compete with the seltzer girls. I guess I don't know. Probably. Um, I am. I am keeping my word. Yeah. I'm having a beer that's too big to fit in the video. <laughs> Dear Lord, it's a uh, stove 19. pipe. 19.2 ounce Voodoo Ranger. Nice. Oh. So oh my. Oh cheers my. before I can't speak anymore. Cheers. <laughs> It's a good long ride you're about to have. So, uh, again, uh, Thespian, what do you have? I'm still working on my watermelon kiwi. No, good, truly. Good. Yeah. Remember, we call this uh, we we call this plausible deniability later on because if anyone ever tries to approach us and say, "Well, you oh, said yeah. that thing on the podcast," is like, I don't I know, was I was drinking. drinking. Yeah, exactly. So. So remember, <laughs> drink drink wisely. Yeah, I'm going to drink during every political debate I'm ever part of. Always. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Wouldn't that be the best? So, uh, <laughs> so you're going to be uh, like Charlie Crist? Yeah. Uh, oh. rep- representative from Florida, your opening statement, please. <laughs> All right. I'm shotgunning this for the American people. <laughs> America. That'll get you elected. That would get you elected. I got the NASCAR demographic in the pocket. Right. <laughs> But you got to drink something nasty, like you know. You need you need to just put a big number three on the can and then shotgun it. Oh, every time, always good. <laughs> All right, and uh, shotgun for the people. <laughs> uh, and artist, you have a yet another one. All right, so uh, this is another flying cauldron butterscotch. Uh, I will. Uh, probably allow all the sugar to go directly to my head and affect my judgment. Yes, yeah. Oh, good, there you good, go. Very so, good, very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. plausible ni- deniability. <laughs> I'm known to be low of blood sugar. <laughs> yes. No, high of blood sugar. High of blood, high sugar. Of blood yeah. sugar, yes. Yeah. He was on. He was on a bunch of... He was, he was on a bunch of... It was a like uh, sugar high. He was hopped up on goofballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Uh, and a chocolate ice cream coffee. Before we go so. on, the Canadian has a correction. Oh, yes. I have to make a correction because I slandered... Uh, Josh Mandel, and he's perfectly capable of slandering himself, but he was not <laughs> who I was talking about. Um, so I want to correct that record. The person I was talking about is Doug Mastriano, who is running for governor of Pennsylvania. Mm. And he did not make the statement. He has a close relationship with the founder of Gab. I don't know if you know oh, Gab Oh, this. Gab is but, the right-wing uh, social media chat platform. 
anything goes in that chat yeah, platform. Got it. And yeah. and he's so close with the founder of Gab that when you actually sign up for Gab, apparently you automatically follow uh, this guy. Nice. Uh, Mastriano, Mastriano is an automatic yeah. follow. Oh, he's the Tom and, of Gab. Yeah, and so <laughs> Mastriano didn't say it, but they're having an interview where they're talking, and the Torba, the guy who founded Gab, said, we're not bending the knee to the 2% anymore. Uh, um, yeah. And Mastriano basically uh, said, um, I only speak to Christian news outlets, repent, and call the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, so... You know, he also said something to the effect of they don't speak for me, but it was pretty weak. Yeah, no, he didn't he didn't deny he didn't denounce it. Right. You know, it's kind of like, well, you know, that's his opinion. Um It was his version of stand back and stand by. Hey, that's your yeah, opinion, exactly. man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but so it was it was not him who said it. It was it was a friend of his he was talking to mm-hmm. on air who said it and he said nothing well thank you for that correction uh it's it's mm-hmm. uh we are not a reporting yeah. outlet by any means but it is important to make sure that we direct our hate exactly yeah. where it belongs <laughs> always <laughs> direct your hate where it belongs i don't want to to inappropriately slander anybody right Correct. right only appropriately diss on every bigoted every, asshole out that's there that's right yeah uh speaking of bigoted assholes uh i left the first half uh reminiscing about the re-election of the president I should say the new campaign of President Trump, former President Trump, because <laughs> thankfully, formally. Well, I heard, uh, I heard he never lied. He never, the, he never, he never conceded. The, the Republican you Party still have to refer to him as President Trump. Former, former President. Wait for it. Former President Trump. Wait for it. So, so the reason why I hope he runs for re-election is the Republican puppet masters are overly and completely and fully done with him. He's out. They've been paying his legal defense bills, yeah. and they drew a line in the sand, and they said. If you announce your new campaign for presidency, we'll stop paying those bills. And there's a huge part of this, too, that that nobody really realizes. When the president was begging for donations from his supporters in in the help of overturning the fraudulent election, as he liked to put it. That pocketed. He collected something like $300 million. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, here's why that matters. Those $300 million would normally be donated to the RNC. That's campaign finance money that they need for the re-election in 2022 right. and 2024. They don't have that money. They no. can't get that money. So they're way behind on, 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 on uh, financial contributions for the people. Yeah. And, and, and President Trump very much wants to keep that money because there's some kind of weird thing where he's just kind of funneling it back to himself now. Well, yeah, remember. It's, they, it's not, it didn't go to his campaign. No. It went to his fund for re-election. that's that's yeah. right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. personal money yep yeah. so it's not it's yeah it's not a, it's not a federally recognized campaign fund it's a different right. kind of an account so it, yeah. it's so it's, it's just a grift, his, it's yeah. a grift account like every other go fund so it's just yeah. his money yeah um yeah. which is hilarious uh so the republic so first off uh, i heard uh, uh, joe rogan was talking to somebody weeks ago weeks ago joe rogan's over oh yeah the 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 trump train he's yeah. off it and as we know, where he goes, so do the bros. Incel 20s. Incel 20-somethings. 20, Incel 20-somethings. Incel 20-somethings. Yeah. Hey, go Incel as Joe 20s. Goes. That's a good one. That, yeah. sounds like a good, that sounds like a great beverage. Incel um, 20s? <laughs> Incel 20s. That sounds like a good indie rock band. It's very flat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah, I'll yeah. see your Incel 20s, and I'll raise you Incel 30s. How's that? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, what I'm saying is, like, he has a massive following of right-wing of right-wing white young guys, right? So yeah. if he's off... Budweiser Next drinkers. Exactly, yeah. 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 So <laughs> the demographic of Budweiser Next. 
crypto schmucks. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> so all of these demographics are now off the Trump train as they are being told by Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, and that was weeks ago. That was a while ago. And and you, if you've watched, rather, if, if you've been aware of his path as a, as a podcast host, uh, the, the, the further and further trending into the right wing, the further and further trending into being the, the downstated Alex Jones of, well, of well, right wing well, media. Well, AJ right now is his own trouble. Oh no, he's he, got a. He's I don't a, want a tangent. That wasn't yeah, a tangent. Yeah, we'll, he, we'll get there. He, he's about to be. He's about to have some good times. The point is, all of the major linchpins that support the social support, the, 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 the social movement of the Republican Party, are no longer backing the former president. He's done. He can run on his own. He can campaign on his own, and, and he may give it a good fight. And I hope he does, because that would be a train wreck also, for the Republican there's Party. There's a third oh, yeah. party emerging. Is there? Basically, yeah. f- from the ashes of all of that stuff. What, it has a funky name. It does. The, I, the, I, it's not the Choice Party, but it's something Oh, no. The Pro-Choice Party? <laughs> it's probably no, no, very much not their rhetoric. <laughs> Basically, there were three or four small parties that were sort of trying to to run the gamut between. Yeah, I'm assuming. Well, so you got you got the freedom you got the freedom Democrats caucus. And You've got yeah. So and, Andrew then, Yang is creating Andrew a third Yang party. Is, yeah, Yang uh, is creating a third leader. party. Mm. Yeah, but they also have conserv former Republicans who dropped out of the party because they went yeah. crazy. Yeah, in this thing too, and the idea behind it is. They are not a national platform. They are nope. local platforms. Interesting. So you can, instead of running as an independent with no party support, you have something. You it's called party the forward party. Forward party. Forward yeah. party. And so what four words? Ideas, forward thinking. You. <laughs> the, the description I heard was Boston politics is different than Florida politics, right? Okay. So, so one platform isn't going to cover the that politics. So right. they let local candidates join their their campaign they get support from the party and they support the party in, in but okay itself. so we already have a third party candidate yeah we already have a right of center party with the democrats so what's this party's plan this is this is this is goes whatever they can be pro- the idea behind it the 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 spiel uh-huh um, is you can be whatever. If you don't want to be with the Democrats and you don't like the Republicans, you the Democrats are too conservative. This for you. sounds you run, like a bad idea. Left. Yeah, this is going to create issues in in yeah. some of those local races, which we're yeah. then going to have some of the some people voting for this forward party, which is always what happens with a third party, right. and it costs an election for someone who can actually make progress. Can, yeah. And the problem, the problem with this I have, and this is where the third party stuff fails is until we quit giving the, the office to whoever got the most votes and instead do, do runoffs or do rank choice or do, uh, we need rank choice primaries, um, where, where you get it down to two candidates and somebody has to win 50% or more, the third party is a spoiler. Right? They, right. they really don't have a good chance to win, and it's, it's hard to see how this is going to be actually useful. Um, the, the, again, the spiel I heard was there's like 50,000 seats that are up for election every, every cycle. Okay. Um, 
and most of them run unopposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, uh, I so can... their hope is to get candidates to run an opposing these candidates on their own platform and get and do local mm-hmm. politics. Got it. See, like a a multiple party system could work as long as it's more than three, because like a it, it, a third party is al- a third party is always going wins, to be a spoiler. If they had like if they had say four parties, so you have a progressive left party, you have a uh, liberal party, you have a conservative party, and you have the off the cliff crazy right wing party, then that's balanced enough for someone to say, okay, the Republican vote is going to be split between uh, you know conservative and off the cliff crazy. Therefore, I might be a little more comfortable voting for a progressive because they have just as much chance of getting elected as... But you end up with splitting the vote so much. The guy who's getting the office is 20% of the vote. Right. Yeah, that's right. why I think I mean, we should have like that's six why parties or work. eight parties. No, I, you, I so mean... You need, to to f- have, you need to have runoffs and yeah. you need to have or rank choice. Well, the real- you pick your... your you rank them, and yeah. whoever ends up with the most votes out of that rank, you might be everybody's fourth choice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the real solution here is parliamentary. We know, we know this, uh, right? A parliamentary yeah. system prevents the ruling minority problem we currently have with the right. Republican Party, which uh, I believe would be only exacerbated by an addition of one or two parties. Um, That's why I said we need yeah. six. Yeah, no, no, I yeah. know, but but we also parties in our current system is just a disaster. Well, yeah. we, what we also need to do is completely revamp how we go about elections. Like, like the problem, it's it's weird, right? We we we, <laughs> it's almost like we created a solution and then needed to f- create the problem for that solution, and that's how we ended up with this weird two party electoral yeah. college thing we have right. today. Uh, uh, the unfortunate reality is to get past where we are now, we need to completely ground up, redo everything. Yeah. But yeah. state by state, certain things are being done to ensure that can never happen outside of right. federally mandated and, standards. Right. So like, it, well, hey, 20 states right now are, are suing the president of the United States well, the executive branch mm. over, uh, f- over school lunches and school food. Uh, ha- what? Yeah. Over school oh, lunches. Yeah. Because it has a it has a uh, codicil in it saying that you if you accept federal money for school lunches, then you also have to accept the fact that transgender children exist. <laughs> so well, so it's tw- not written in that way, but it it is literally it's essentially it, what it means. It's essentially what it means. It's saying <laughs> that you have to treat everyone equally. You can't just right. pick and choose. Yeah. So and so the idea here is the Republicans are of these 20 states, including, I want to point out, the state of Florida. I have the list here. There it is. Yeah. So Tennessee, Indiana, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, Virginia, and West Virginia. Wait. Florida's not on that list. Oh, Florida's not on that list? They're no. suing them for so, something else. So this is this what I was going to get at about the the election voting is yeah. is the reason I played the Mega Millions is to win the 1.3 billion dollars. Of and course, donated all to a charity. I'm a charity. Would, we can make a charity <laughs> happen. That would fund political campaigns to change the way we do voting. Now, uh, there's choice. an easier way of doing this. You put it all in a charity, and then we leave the country. 
Yeah, that's was, a good charity. Yeah, but but the idea is you set this up so that we try to change policy in individual states. Yeah. So that we uh, can one point three billion dollars isn't going to do that, or Elon Musk would have done it all. I mean, you know what? One point three billion dollars will hire a bunch of people who are good at doing it. You're, you're that's correct. The important thing. Uh, the the only the only thing is uh, you have states like Florida where ranked choice voting is now illegal. Yeah. Yeah, but you just that's a that's a law. You overturn that law. Yeah, you're you, right. You challenge it and say it's yeah. unconstitutional. You right. you find ways to fight these. And it really only takes like ten grand to buy a senator these days. So less than that. Uh, I saw I saw yeah. like like the total sum of money <laughs> that the NRA gives to candidates. It's very small. Is it's nothing. Not, yeah. It's literally well, nothing. See, what is, what, what is what, the going rate for a congressman these days? Uh, for for a House of so, Representatives member, it's anywhere between five and fifteen thousand. For a senator, so, it's usually ten to thirty. Now, are we so talking state between, level or federal? Per vote. Hold on. Five and fifteen million dollars to buy the Senate. So <laughs> what the hell? You've got you've got a billion. I'm not going to do anything with it. No. Right. And and I can't. I I cannot win the billion dollar challenge. Okay. That, that, Spend a billion dollars in a day, just no, just in a, in a year. In a year, always yeah. remember where, the where golden you don't rule. Buy durable goods, right? Remember the golden and you rule. Can't give it away. He who has the gold makes the rules. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, so. it's 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 an interesting situation. Um, I, I I I think this is one of those weird things where the only real way to to have a solution is a top down solution. We need to have, if not guidelines, federal standards on the way in which we go about appointing electors. If we're going to maintain this... Have standards? Yeah, right. Yeah. Glory, glory, yeah. Oh my goodness, having oh my standards. Stars. My stars is, is that the Constitution allows the federal government to set election standards. Yeah. It does? Um, it does. Yes. They just don't. No. Right. Okay. Good. No. And and the standards are such protecting people's civil rights yeah. and protecting people's right to vote. I mean, you can't say you shall have a ballot that is formatted this way. No. no but you what, can say everybody has to have equal access to the ballot. Yeah. Well, what, you what, can, what well, you can also say this one, and then I'll let you go. Uh, you can also say this. You can say that uh, every that every state electors are elector are elected this way. Right. Right. In order to create, and so yeah. therefore, that's that solves you can, problems. You can make otherwise. Repre- you don't have you real can ones. make you can make standards of expectation of representation. Right. Yeah, you can right. you can basically without without specifically banning gerrymandering, you can make gerrymandering impossible. Yeah. Right. That is a thing you can do. It's very yep. easy to do. Congress can do it. They choose not to, uh, yep. because every single one of them is in office because of gerrymandering. They yeah. Right. We know this. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is, there's ways we can have a top down. At least restructuring so that our election is representative of the people who cast a vote. Right, right. now we there there is a massive problem with actual voters versus potential registered voters. Right in the United States, there's a lot of people that could be voting or should be voting that aren't, and uh, I think fixing the way in which our representation is calculated would give them more faith that their voice has meaning. There are people right now that are, oh, a person right here in the state of Florida? Where was it? It was the guy who um, was, oh, it was, he's running against Carlos Guillermo Smith right here in central Florida, uh, state separate, state representative. A Republican candidate. Yeah. Turned in his oh, voters' registration yes. card yes. and yes. wrote a letter that said, uh, "None of this matters. 
uh, I rescind my voter's registration, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> now we are past the deadline, uh-huh. and he was running for office. You can't be elected to office unless you can actually vote. See, Amazing. My Amazing. So that so I'm ho- I would hope that more people who were angry about the, the, the last election who are running for the Republican Party would do just that. Mm. If you're so angry and you think that, that, that voting doesn't matter, turn your voter's registration Bingo. card. I would say not even if you are... You don't even have to be running for anything. Oh, if you true. are conservative yeah. and you are angry about how 2020 went down, uh, that's true. if you think your vote doesn't matter, that go ahead and, 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 and rescind your rescind registration. Your registration. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a one-man revolution life pro tip. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you feel the 2020 election was stolen, rescind your voting rights because there clearly your voice doesn't matter. In protest, yeah, that's right. show them. Yeah. Show, them, show them how much we don't matter that's right so i'm i'm a big (laughs) fan of changing the way uh people are represented i mean you can't do it because it's in the constitution and you know Mm. they they made this decision 250 years ago and it was bad and And remember and everyone knows the constitution can never be rewritten they believed in witches and in uh and in uh ghosts the problem is is that we were supposed to have representation based on population right right and and there's a formula that is no longer recognized. Yep. And so because of that, states like North Dakota have one congressman and two senators, and states like California have 40 congressmen and two senators. Mm-hmm. And the people in North Dakota, their votes count more in Congress than the people in California because the California population, because of the buckets that you can put people in to get a congressman, are bigger. Yeah. So because because Congress is is uh, because the House of Representatives is fixed and a size, yeah. then as states become more populous, they don't necessarily get more congressmen. Their buckets just get bigger. Yeah. Right. And that makes people in North Dakota have more representation per vote than the people in California. So yeah. I'm all that's for to keep us. That's keep changing, us us real changing. Americans from being overrun by California, New York. That's that's what the Senate's for. But the yeah. House needs to go by population. And if you went by pop equal population, the House would have a five hundred and some odd seats. Yeah, I mean it, it's um, it's a it's a tried and true drum we like to beat seats. here. Uh, the Senate should not be elected by the people. The nope. Senate should be appointed by the state governments, yeah. which we, are we chosen de- by we the can people. We can debate that. I got it's all not, no, no. arguments. It's not that. a debate. It's 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 an annotation to go along with your argument that the House should be bigger because we need no, more but, equal representation but, in the but House. The Senate is there was a an amendment that said the Senate gets elected by the people, the popular vote. Correct. Well, if which we was a mistake. That's right or wrong, but it is the Constitution at this point. I, well, I'm aware. Only, well, no, yeah. but but my my point is we can't make the argument that the founding fathers failed in that way because that was Woodrow Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, the, I have a hot the take. Reason, the reason why is because rich people like Rockefellers were buying their. Way oh yeah, no, w- Wilson was an absolute scumbag. There, I'm very aware of that. There is corruption everywhere yeah. in buying those seats. And oh yeah, so that's why they changed it. But regardless yeah. of that, the, okay, hold the on, okay. wealthy landowners. I I think you should not have any more. You should have two more congressmen than you have senators. So if you only have two congressmen, you get no senators. Interesting. Mm. That's a, that's a, yeah, I'm, I'm not representation uh, uh, in the house. You do it by population. California has like 80 people and North yeah. Dakota has one. 
and North Dakota has no senators. California has no, two. I, I think it's good. And therefore, you've got better representation. No, I think it's good that there's a, a house in the federal government that represents every state equally. That's a good thing. I do think the House needs to be revamped to represent the people better. I, I don't think yeah. that having two senators, uh, if the two sen- if we only if we were two par- truly a true par- two party system, yeah, there should be one senator from one party and one senator from the other in every and, state, and and it's always fifty fifty, and they have to come up with and everything should be a sixty person. I vote. like that, and everything should that's be a honestly 60 that's a vote. great idea. If we're truly a two party system, then that then that would solve that's the problem. Good. Yeah, but but here's the problem. Um, you get forty, and this is this is not a filibuster debate, but yeah. it, it's it's all, everything's always 40, a filibuster debate. Forty percent, forty votes in the Senate represent twenty-one percent of the U.S. population. Right, right, right. Yeah, the, the math is bad. Not, it's not a. You think well, that's forty percent of the people, and it's no. not. It's twenty-one percent are saying that we can't do the things. Well, that the then other, take a hundred percent of the people want to. Then Canadian take one hundred percent of the financing of all bills and put it in the House. That way, the Senate can do whatever it wants. But in order to get funding, the House, the House has, has all the approved. decisions. Yeah, right. I mean, it may. Right. I don't understand why we don't have it. We're we're just people. Yeah, and we have these ideas and we discuss these ideas, but they don't discuss them in the halls of Congress. I, th- I mean, I, I think I, they, I like, yeah, I like the debates doors. that our two two house system. Get, we have Congress and Senate, and you, yeah. they gotta negotiate. Yeah, that's but, good. But it's not balanced. No. It's not balanced with the with the percentage of the population, and right. and maybe it's a demographic of modern society where big cities draw more people, and they have more, more yeah. diversity, and they have more problems that are different than than rural areas. But that doesn't mean they're equal representation. That, right. That's the problem, and right. and this would ma- and and by having more uh, more representation and more representational representation of the people that are actually there, you could have more parties. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, you literally right. could have more parties. Right. You know? It's almost like Artist. every state, base like Congress, like the House of Representatives, which is based on population. Senators need to be based on population as well, but at just a larger amount with a stronger minimum. Just, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Or should be a two got? drink minimum anyway. Oh, no. We're like a good five, six, we 20, can roll back. 20, minu- okay. 20 <laughs> minutes away from when the joke I was going to make was going to be funny <laughs> oh, yeah. anymore. Right. No, j- just say it now. We'll write it as the title. All right. So here's, <laughs> here's, here's my take then. You're talking about big buckets and little buckets. And, and my take is we just we need to move away from buckets. We need to move away. We need to switch to wheelbarrows mm. because they're larger. They can move around. And um, I don't even think buckets are unstable. real. <laughs> some say the bu- <clears throat> some say the buckets half full. Some say the buckets half empty. I say the buckets the wrong size. I say you pissed in it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, just to, just to bring it over the halfway point. But only one drop in every bucket. That's right. Is, is perfect for senators because they are unstable when loaded. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. unstable. When I was loaded. about to type that in too. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Perfect. <sighs> oh, so good. oh my god. <laughs> so good. Oh uh, man. So yeah. Uh, it, it's been an interesting week. There's more. Uh, you know, so we've. Does anyone have any topics that that, that I, I, were just I that were <laughs> just that were just all podcasts? Oh, there you go. Okay. Filibuster. Because, because is it the filibuster? <laughs> vitally important. No. That's guns. It has nothing to do with a guy named Phila or Buster. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, Dave on Buster. Sunday. Uh huh. July thirty first, twenty twenty two. 
Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. George Jetson is born. Oh, oh snap. So, so I want, I really want somebody out there to name their kid George and have a name, last name that's similar to Jetson. Like I grew up with a, with a guy named Jepson, J-E, just Jetson with a P instead of Yeah, T. there we go. And I want his daughters to have a, his daughter to have a baby on the 31st and name him George. Well, it's a little too late. We needed this, we needed this information 10 months ago. Well, I mean, no, they can still pick a name. <laughs> they can still name it. It's too late to start the process, but it's it's easy to if you're if you give birth on the thirty first, George is the name you want. All right, so I'm looking up. Uh, there are uh, roughly ten thousand babies born every day. There you go. So we got a one in ten thousand chance. States? Yeah. Okay. We got a one in ten thousand chance that there will be a George Jetson born on Sunday. Yep. Okay, that's so, good. Yep. that's so better question. odds than winning a billion dollars. <laughs> how many how many people in the United States currently have the last name the surname of Jetson? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I think yeah. I think you should change your name and give birth on Sunday. So like I, I would imagine like I said we needed to know this American 10 months society. ago. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, most last names have some sort of, like, old world meaning where it's like if your last name is Cobbler, it's because somebody in your, in your family history made shoes. If your last name is Smith, somebody in your family history was uh, a blacksmith. Yeah. Um, according to the 2010 census, the surname Jetson appeared 126 times. Ooh. Nice. That's nice. You got a okay. chance. You have a... a uh, you have a point... Oh, four in 100,000 people chance of the surname Listen, Jetson. If George Jetson is not born this Sunday, then the entire future is lost. And we have well, look, the Cubs okay. waited to win the World Series until 2016, the bastards. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want a bottle of scotch on that, I think. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, yeah, you did. We had the Biff Tannen presidency. So, we did have like, the Biff Tannen presidency. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, Biff Tannen, credit to him. He was a successful mayor through the success of his casino because only an idiot would go bankrupt running a casino. Running a casino, yeah. 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 <laughs> how do yeah. you go bankrupt? You, how do you fail running? It prints money. I was running the mint and I went bankrupt. Your business model is people hand you money and you give them nothing in return. Yeah, nothing yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good business model, honestly. I, I will. I will say that was that was the lesson yeah. that I learned when I went to Vegas. Those were all the it, mailers that the it, former president not, sent out. Yeah, that's it's it. not that. It, yeah. To be all honestly, people hand you twenty bucks and you give them ten in return. Yeah. Well, so like the the way that you make money in Vegas, you don't make money in Vegas by playing roulette. You don't make money in Vegas by playing poker. Black you Jack. don't. You don't even make money in Vegas by playing blackjack. Now I know that you have a statistical pro, uh, better chance. Yeah. But you make money in Vegas by owning a casino. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant prostitution. In, in my in my experience, you also make money selling oxygen to people. Yes, they do yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so the other thing that that is that like I, I don't remember. That's, this is this is one of these jokes that's past his prime already. Okay. So <laughs> I was going to say all of our jokes the other, are past the other their prime. Who who took twenty dollars and gave ten backs was the hooker that that. That darn guy uh, paid for. <laughs> Forget. That's right. She got, he got he sued her yeah. afterwards. And yeah. uh, hey, uh, do you do you know how former former President Donald J. Trump made his first million dollars? Did he start he, with four billion? He was given two million. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like how do you make a million dollars playing jazz? Yeah, he yeah, with start two million. million dollars. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 
That's an uh, old joke. It'll never be old. <laughs> yeah. So I was um, always check the board on date on your jokes. What, so I, what I, I don't know yeah. is uh, when Jane is born. Oh, I don't know Jane, his Jane wife. Jane Jetson. Oh, Jane, his wife. Jane, Jane, his wife. I mean, uh, the cartoon was made in what era? The 60s. The 60s. Right. So she was at least 10 years his junior. At yeah, least. Probably. Yeah, so we're waiting for 2035. We're in Matt, Matt Gates territory. At this point. <laughs> we're waiting for 2032. Yeah. So I, I, wanna, uh, I had a, an interesting story pop up uh, in my feed on Reddit today. Um, in, uh, uh, let's see here. <laughs> and I forget what town it was in, but there was a town. So, oh, sorry, Dallas. It was South Dallas. Um, a bunch of city officials uh, were trying to, uh, quote, unquote, clean up a homeless site in their city. Uh, some I'm 40... Sure they were polite. We yeah. know the best way to do yeah. that is to make all benches not have the ability to Correct. sit on yes. them, right? Weird, yeah. weird waves and sharp edges. Yeah. So basically, uh, uh, it was it was announced by the city that they would be doing this thing, and about 40 protesters showed up to protect uh, this homeless camp, and a number of them showed up armed. So the city officials... Well, I had, hope they'd have arms. Well, yeah, so the city officials were like, uh, well, this is... this is uh, Hang on here. Here we go. Quote, the normalization of this behavior is making the work for city staffers and the city as a whole more dangerous. Can you, can you read that in the regular voice? <laughs> the, which voice? Uh, the, the normal oh. behavior. No, wait, no, no. no so this is, this is not the former president. No. This is city spokesperson, spokesperson Catherine Queller. So uh, maybe it was more like a, the normalization of this behavior is making the work for city staffers in the city as a whole more dangerous. Oh, my heavens. It's making it Good more stuff. dangerous. Why don't you get rid of that open carrier gun yeah. anywhere? Right. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to Texas. It's uh, Texas. <laughs> so, no. We so feel, we feel very – we feel scared because they have ar 15 So the author, the author of this opinion piece goes on to state – we cannot, as a society, tolerate people using weapons to frighten city employees who are merely doing their jobs. Mm. The city of Dallas gave camp residents advance notice so they could show up to a clean site, which is critical and time-consuming work uh, necessary to make these camps safer and more sanitary. Except, of course, it's just a mass sweeping of them off to yeah, another they location. They take all their shit and they kick them away, and now yeah. these people have nothing yeah. and they, nowhere to go. They already have nothing. Let's make sure they have less. Currently, they, the, they, they have a tent and a sleeping bag at yeah. this point, and maybe and, a towel, and now they have nothing. And maybe and, they had a cell phone or a battery, and now it's gone because they took it all. Correct. Yeah. And what's interesting about this, what I think is, is most interesting, is we've, we've talked about this. We talked about yeah. this a few weeks ago when I said, well, the government wants to make sure that no nobody has any rights as individuals anymore. Except to own a gun, mm-hmm. so let's show them what happens when everybody has <laughs> guns, and, and, and it works. This is exactly what the people who own, who fight for the Second Amendment, want to have happen. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. The government's That's trying to this, come in here and push these this, people around. This, this post is exactly what those politicians yep. who passed those laws wanted to have happen. Yep. I don't think so. It is. No, they fighting big government coming fighting, in and pushing yeah. me around, taking my stuff. I, yeah, that's I would, what they wanted. I would argue that the people who passed those laws, the, the kind of people who said the state of New York doesn't have the right to deny people the ability to carry a gun, are also not, like the Venn diagram has no overlap between those people and the people who are okay with a bunch of socialists protecting homeless people. Oh. I lost the. I lost them. I still have the thespian. We still have you. We're still down. here. It's fine. I, the bunker get hit? No, no, the bunker's here. We're fine. We can hear you. Well, the only thing that I dislike <laughs> more than the filibuster is tax on homeless camp. Yeah. True. 
I, I, I can't stand the criminalization, and we've lost them, yeah. uh, the criminalization of being homeless. Yeah. Uh, if we live, if we're forced... People down. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's another, it's another <laughs> uh, way to... No, you, you cut out. Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, we heard you. Yeah, you were there okay. for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you were locked out. Uh, you as you can tell, everyone's in the same room, and this high-tech podcast absolutely has no lag problems of any kind. Never. Why yeah, would no, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, what I was saying, uh, Canadian, to kind of bounce off of what you were saying before everybody cut out, was um, the criminalization of being homeless sickens me, especially yeah. in this country, where... I- we are we are I all hate it more than the filibuster. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I mean, we are all encouraged. Go out, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, invest in your own business, do your own thing, yada yada yada. But uh, when you fail it, when that fails, there is nothing to catch you, right? Like yep. it's fine if you're the CEO of GM, right, where the government's going to buy your company out to keep it afloat, and you got a golden parachute waiting for you at the end. That's fine, but for for the wage worker, the hourly wage worker, if you take a risk, you save up a bunch of money and you try to start a business and that fails, you're homeless. Yeah. You're, uh, you're out of luck. You're, it's you done. Your That's nothing. it. And, and I, maybe, and there maybe isn't, you can't afford a car repair and yeah. you can't get to your job. You get fired. Now yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pay your rent or fix your car to get to work. And if you don't pay your rent, you're evicted. If you don't fix your car, you get fired. So what do you do? You 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 lose, right? You, there's no right. winning. Well, it comes back to that cruelty we were talking about. Yeah, the whole cruelty of a lot of a lot of these conservatives. They don't just want the poor to to to. Uh, I don't think this is a conservative thing. I think this is a capitalism thing. It, it goes it goes it goes yeah. along with this whole. They're together. It, they're well, it very goes much along together. With the yeah. Puritanical. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't they're just great. want. So if the poor are poor, they must be morally corrupt. Is right. is their is yep. their whole situation? Yep. So we don't just want them to to just exist at this low you know sitting in those camps. Right. We want them to suffer. Right. They need to. They you deserve know, to suffer. They deserve to suffer. Yes, and I think that that's what the white Christian nationalists are pushing for. No, ha- absolutely, they have been since the '30s. Yeah, that's what they're pushing for. Yeah, and, and so when and, you see these Dallas uh, officials coming in and going, "Oh, why are we getting pushback?" Right. These are homeless people. <laughs> they need to go away, right. and they we need to take everything away from them and throw it in a dumpster so that they will then move away. Right. But. But they won't. They have no place to go. That's right. That's the thing. They're just going to go beg and eventually get more stuff and create a new camp under a different bridge. And I mean, and we know this. Happen, look, happen again. These and, people, and, look, these people, they're nomadic. They live in tents. They live off the yeah. land. What difference does it camels, make if it's in this place turbans. or that other place? If we yeah. need this place, we just take them and move them to the other place because it's exactly the same. And Arizona the, right now is taking homeless people wait, this and sounds sending familiar. them to New York. This sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, they are. The, Hang the, on. The thing you also have to remember is that a lot of these yeah. homeless people work. Yeah. Yeah. They have jobs oh, and yeah. they have to commute to their job and they're living in a place that they can live for nothing because they can barely afford yep. they're working part time at seven twenty five an hour. Yep. And and they can't afford rent. So they're living in a tent under a bridge or in an encampment where they feel safe and they take the bus to work and they maybe shower and wash at work. Yep. And yeah. and they are they are trying to get by in this capitalist society with absolutely zero support. With nothing, or, yeah. or or and and, and yeah. housing them is cheaper than paying police to clean up after. Yep. Or but not in my backyard. They have an eviction on their yeah. on, on their uh, on, on their, their record. record. Yeah. 
or they can't afford first and last or or they can't afford or the or the rent in the area like a lot of the areas in the United States right now uh-huh. has been raised 800 900% in less than a year yep I did I mean, work at how, the, how much the could it be to afford a house? $300? <laughs> God. I, I how much can a house cost? At the woman's shelter? Yes. Uh, yeah. Before they moved into the larger facility where I couldn't feed them anymore. Um, and most of the people there were there for a year. They worked jobs. They, they were there because they had some situation in their current living environment where they either somebody moved out, they couldn't pay rent, or mm-hmm. they were in an abusive relationship and they moved out and had nowhere to go. Yep. But as soon as they got their, their tax refund, they had enough money for first and last and yep. they yeah. were gone yep. into an apartment. Yep. yep, but also like it, it, like it, the the housing thing is so complicated. You know, having a decade of experience in rentals, uh, say you're in an abusive relationship and you bail because it's the only thing you could do is you you just gotta go. And the person you and left you're behind, the name on the title. Well, you're no, 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 you're both the, you're both on the lease. So this is a, it's a uh, it's a couple move in together. It gets toxic. One of them leaves. The other one. Uh, they're in burn it down mode. They can't afford the rent anyway, so they just bail as well. Now both of them have an eviction. So the person, the victim of the situation, is trying to leave a bad situation and, and improve their lives has been evicted legally. There's no recourse. There's nothing they can do. You can't get touched by an apartment after that. You yeah. won't. You won't. Banks, banks, and 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 how lo, uh, loans for houses. But look that's at that a too. problem. It, no, it's a huge problem. And here's the pro- and the problem. Me, the problem is easily solvable. By right. the way, oh, very much so. It's very easily solvable by saying that housing is a human right, which, by yep. the way, mm-hmm. it is yeah. under the UN. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a human yep. right that you have the right to well, a place to live. The UK has a has a right to life, liberty, and property. Yeah, we well, we, we just got the pursuit one. of happiness. Oh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> we we also have a right to life, yeah. liberty, and property. property. It just doesn't mean the same thing. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the that's Are the you talking about the, the okay right. Well, yeah, get married, right. you'll find out. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the other thing I wanted to get into while we're while we're on this topic is is how insidious the criminal justice system becomes in this problem as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple things like uh, uh, petty possession can result in a misdemeanor, which can invalidate your ability to rent for three to five right. years, depending on where you go. Uh, a felony is basically untouchable for a decade. So. Right. Uh, and, and and guess what? Missing out on child support payments can be a felony. Yep. Right. And, so and and also getting fined, getting a misdemeanor with fines that you can't pay can yeah. get more fines that can get you arrested. Yes. And then and, and then you've got delinquencies exactly. on your on yourself that will never get you yep get you in an apartment because you've got a credit record and delinquencies and yeah. arrests. Yeah. It, it's it's a spiral at that point. Yeah, and what's crazy is is how easily that spiral starts, right? Yep. It starts with a cop having a bad day and you yep. being a person they just don't like, yep. right? It's that simple. It's that quick. It's just a weird little reversal of a of a uh, you stopped at a stop sign but you didn't stop for five seconds and this cop's you having a bad day so he's going to get you. Right. Your lane change. Yeah. You changed um, lanes in front of a police officer and he thought you were trying to go around traffic. You had right. 
Right. You had you have a new job. And the new job's pay schedule doesn't quite line up with when your child support payments are due, and you don't have enough cash, so you miss a child support payment. You have it. You go to the judge and you say, "Judge, here's the situation. Here's the paperwork." The judge goes, "I don't care. Pay it now." And you can't. So he hits you with a with a with a misdemeanor and or felony, depending on the amount of money and how bad the judge. And is. his hands are tied because just mandatory minimums right. that, that Governor right. DeSantis it's, put in. Right. His yeah. hands aren't tied, but yeah, once he makes the decision, it's his done. hands are tied. Yeah. And he that's, can make the decision that says, that seems reasonable, pay it in a week. Yeah, and that's and that's it. It's as simple as, not even codified issues, it's as simple as whether or not the person representing the criminal justice system is feeling good that day. Down again. No, no, we're still here. It, it's behind. Yeah. No, oh. they're gonna, We're going to lose them in a minute. It's not yeah. a difficult issue. It is difficult <laughs> in a capitalistic society. Which is yeah, this, is a, this is a mess. We should probably... It's not behind. <laughs> they're fine. They're gone now. <laughs> and then, and they'll then they're going to come back. Yeah. And then they'll come back. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, you get <laughs> there we go. guaranteed government <laughs> rent in housing blocks. And I mean, uh, we, we were talking about Andrew Yang earlier. Yeah. Uh, he, he wanted to do a universal basic income. Uh, I, I've mentioned this before. I feel like a good way to fix this problem is like, uh, number one, rent controls, and number two, uh, housing stipend. So it's not cash in your pocket. It's it's a way to alleviate living costs. You, you 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 make it so that any any housing any multi unit housing has to be able to take somebody who is on government assistance for housing. All of them. All of every All of every them. single one. Every single if, one. If you've got a vacant unit, we can well, put somebody in it. That's but, right. But as to pay you, but we'll pay. Yeah. But as we know, in the United States, there's a significant amount of vacant property right, right. now. Right. Yes. And houses. Well, no, vacant, uh, vacant, vacant, uh, vacant, vacant rentals too. Because Where? right now in this in in Orlando, we're in the we're fifteen percent. We're over fifteen percent. We, we, we are we are two percent under by population, but that doesn't mean everything's rented because yeah. the population can't afford to pay twenty five hundred dollars rent. Right, and there's there's units. It's it was, it's a recent one that just came out like last month. That we are one of the places. Now we're not the most. There's other places like. Um, and peanut gallery and I were talking about this, uh, just the other day that we are one that, that there are a lot of places around the country that are, they, they have a, a, a significant amount of vacant housing, yeah. vacant apartments. And the reason why they're vacant, because they, they, they raised the rent to the point where no one can go into it, but they refuse to lower the rent to put someone in that, in that, in, in there's, that housing. there's a metric there. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, an apartment community, uh, uh, a fully a, a quote-unquote luxury, just purely for-profit apartment community is going to operate at about 95% occupied. Right. Because they want that extra 5% unoccupied for either uh, uh, normal operation of the property or to maximize revenue on new rentals. Uh, they would rather leave an apartment empty for a month and then rent it to somebody for 20% higher for a year because that's better money overall. But after a while, if it stays empty too long, they bring the price back down. It's all, it's fluctuation, but but I'm looking for uh, capitalism. The numbers, that is capitalism. Capitalism. And And it's wrong. And And I don't think, yeah, go ahead. I I lived in a place where the application fee was $500. Yeah. 
And I'm, you know that's non-refundable. If they don't take you, it's yeah, gone. no, but the, and so. that's that's one of the many legal ways <laughs> that apartments can filter people out exactly. is that they make the upfront costs astronomically high, specifically to make sure that they only get certain clientele. That, by that by certain clientele, I just mean wealthy it, people. Yeah. Move in. yeah, yeah. So, like, maybe there could be some sort of legislation where. Uh, the cost of rent is capped based on the percentage of oh. the population, like what the income I, of the largest portion of the population. To minimum wage, it should be tied to minimum well, wage. It's, yeah, 100%. it's interesting you say that because according to because I found a West Two article on this occupancy yeah. thing. Um, I haven't read the study yet, but according to this article, uh, we have a fifteen percent uh, occupancy uh, uh, vacancy rate in the in the in the city of Orlando specifically, yeah. which is number one. Uh, number two is is Miami, for the second highest uh, vacancy rate. And number three is Tampa. Um, the study states uh, this is a quote. The study says a majority of the areas with high vacancies, including Orlando, are located in tourist centric regions that tend to have a lot of vacancies associated with unusual seasonable seasonal yeah. homes. So this could be seasonal. This could be trend. This could be a normal thing. But, but, but also, it's exacerbated a, by the price. There's yeah. another uh, thing. That came out of NBR today that talked about the the highest the highest demand areas for for rental. Gainesville was one of them. Huh. It's a small town, but there's seven thousand rentals short. There's not enough housing for seven thousand people. Right. In Orlando was seventeen thousand short, which is about two percent. That sounds right. So in other words, there's there's two there's seventeen thousand people looking for a place to live that can't find one. Right. And that kind of plays into the, the rental things because they're looking for a place to live, not a place to stay for three months or yep. two months or yep. one month or a week. And there you so go talking about the 2% these, again. Ayo. Yeah. Talking, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Sorry. I will also make the point, I'm not sure about your study as far as like uh, when this measurement was taken because as far as seasonal uh, demand... July this year. Yeah. July is when all of the seasonal people are here. So... No, so... Or no, no, wait, so you're talking about snowbirds that come down in the winter. In, in housing, uh, the, fa- the highest months of, new mo- of move-outs and move-ins is June to August. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Because that's when families can move because they have the time. Um, so it's not weird to have really high vacancy for brief periods oh, yeah, because in the are- summer months because you have people moving out and you have to get your, your apartments ready for the next people, which mm-hmm. takes some time. So you can see a property get a 10% dip and then immediately recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're talking macro and we're talking multiple areas and we're talking big numbers. So yeah. uh, Orlando has roughly 150,000 unoccupied apartments as of July of this year. Yeah, That's nuts. Yeah, That's a huge number. Let's yeah. see. If you worked... Uh, Forty hours a week at twenty, at seven twenty-five an hour. Uh huh. Somebody, somebody good at math, do that. What you got? <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Good at math. What are you drinking Wait over a there, Canadian? Yeah. I, I am almost. He's done deep with this, into so a stove yeah. pipe. Yeah. Okay. So, so at this point. while y'all are mathing, uh, I'm just putting out that, oh. like, with the with the summer months, it's like, two ninety a week. Is yeah. the demand is the demand for housing higher in the summer months or is it higher in the winter specifically for it's Florida? In the summer. Because no, we I have always higher in the summer. Well, I mean, we do have the snowbirds coming I down have a in the winter. Decade of experience in the rental yeah. of, rental. See, so, here's the thing. So do I. Snowbirds, but like, no, 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 no. I worked in the industry. Oh, you. I was working okay. in the industry. So I was renting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 
Way too much crosstalk. Holy crap. <laughs> Seasonal people. All right, okay. I'm rentals, rentals are highest in the summer because mm-hmm. the most people are moving. Yeah. So okay. you have the most dynamic market. You could have massive ups, massive downs, but the most people move in the summer. Uh, basi- the dead the dead season is Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Nobody moves then. Mm-hmm. Some people do because that's just when the contracts end, but proportionally it's very few. Uh, okay. In Florida, you sometimes will see a spike from September to November, but that's rare. Uh, it's 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 very much based on when people have the time to devote to moving, which is why you see the summer. Right. So my, and, and my, my counterpoint was that we're, we're talking about people who are moving to live. Right. Not not coming in for three months of vacation. Well, I was going to say summer, Snowbirds own property. Canadians coming down yeah. or what have you. Or they have or people yeah. who are moving from one apartment to another or moving Time into shares. a new apartment. Yeah. yeah. Like my, my, my point wasn't so much like traffic. It was more like at what point is our maximum occupancy? Oh, it's just how many apartment units we have. Uh, so, th- so there's a no number of units available in the Orlando area, mm-hmm. and they just keep track of how many people are living in those apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of companies are uh, publicly invest uh, pu- publicly traded, so they have mm-hmm. to make their quarterly announcements. So we all, we know relatively where the market sits. Um, it's also really easy to actually just go on an, on, on an apartment web an apartment community website mm-hmm. and know how occupied they are or are not. It's it's actually really easy because you just count it. Yeah, and and you have in Orlando in particular because there's so many vacation rentals, you have to separate those from from apartment rentals, living. Rentals, yes, right, right, right. And so there might be fifteen percent availability in terms of units, but right. maybe twelve percent of that is vacation rentals that aren't currently rented right? well we don't, we don't really know where that number comes we're, from. we're talking we do actually uh all of these are multifamily housing these yeah. are specifically apartments that are yeah, yeah. No, no hang on Whoa, hang on hang on multifamily housing apartments follow a different set of laws than hotels do there's a different taxation rate to those things I'm not, so i'm not talking about hotels i'm talking about vacation i know like i'm got, getting to that got a block of condos <laughs> like down on i drive that are rented by the week Maybe they have a different. Those aren't different counted thing. in this number. Okay, that's what that's I was, what I, I was to trying to yeah. tell you. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just give me a second, Jesus. Uh, no, so very specifically in Florida, the laws require that you offer no less than a seven-month lease term for housing, right? right. Otherwise, it's just vacation homes, right? The, those are those go under the the hotel tax rates, not the apartment tax rates. So that's the difference. Yeah. Um, no, and I was just trying to, to square the yeah, the two yeah. percent of two percent of the people right. can't get housing yeah. versus the fifteen percent of available units. Now, right? now I mean, to to your to your concern, what what this oh shit uh, what this doesn't cover is rental houses. I think you were saying that revolutionary. Yeah. Uh, it's only multi unit multifamily apartments. So right. there's more to this than the what, housing. What, what, yeah. The housing side is yeah. completely yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. There's, There's probably two a massive number. sets of numbers. That there are make this no, there definitely there definitely are. And I, yeah. But it's it's not it's not the definition of apartments. It's it's but, other rentals. But I think we should cap housing costs at at a uh, hundred dollars a week, uh, one third of your minimum wage earnings at forty hours. Uh, yeah. uh, one third of minimum wage is yeah. for it's a little less than four hundred dollars a, a month. Less than a hundred bucks a week. Yeah. 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 So that that needs to be maximum housing cost. Three hundred and forty-eight dollars. Watch how fast minimum wage goes up. Yep. Right. Okay. So I will say, um, 
All right, if we cap all rent yeah. at the third of minimum wage, that eliminates some possibility for upward mobility. But no, if it, no, okay. no. <laughs> my, 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 my suggestion is this. Uh, you take the percentage of people in the population that are on minimum wage, yeah. and then the rule is that is the percentage that has to be capped at one-third of minimum wage. But here's I, the thing. Now, yeah. Let me put it to you this way, and we'll move on from here. Okay. But, but the, biggest th- the biggest problem that we have is this perception that even our own Federal Reserve has, that it's bad that people get paid. Yep. Yep. It, uh, right now, the Federal Reserve raised the rates again because right. they want more unemployment. Well, no, they, they, specifically, they, they specifically recommended said, a hiring freeze. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They, they want more unemployment because they're in their twisted mm-hmm. model that they're using. The more people that have money in their pocket, the worse it is for our quote economy. Right. And I, and it's insane. It's insane. It's 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 numbers on paper. It's not people. Yeah. It's the capitalistic. Yeah. It's the capitalistic control. If you've got nothing but corporate capitalism. But if right. it's but but the right. problem it is Canadian is that that what they're using is a model that doesn't include corporate greed. Right. Which right. is what's driving the yeah. amount of inflation right now. Yes. But it does because if you put everybody out of work, corporations can't be greedy. <laughs> and so it does have that. No, lit- literally, that's the model. That's the model to control corporate greed. Is you you get you make people struggle so they can't buy anything. So corporations have to lower prices. That, uh, that's no, literally. And all what it is. corporations will do is they will sell off assets and still make money. Artists, right? And yeah, and now the artist. All right. So, um, God damn it, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh no, well, that's okay. We got you into corporations. Your hand went up. Smart, and he should yeah. talk now. God damn it. Uh, damn it. Oh, okay. So uh, there there was a story recently, like, I guess it was a response on TikTok that got a lot of attention. It's like Mitch McConnell is under the impression that uh, people are still, that they still have their stimulus money, that they're oh, still yeah. high on the hog on their stimulus yeah. money. Yeah, All two thousand dollars we got two years ago. Really went a long way. Yeah, Jesus. Oh my yeah, god! Sixteen hundred yeah. bucks over the course of two years, and they they took all that money, and they still have it in their pocket, and they're they're hold they're sitting on it because they they haven't spent it yet, and it was gone literally the minute it was handed to them. Uh, I cannot. They, apparently, think... they smoked they smoked it, and then traded drugs and got more money back. <laughs> I, 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 I yeah. cannot think of a more appropriate sentence to then follow up with. Please check your privilege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do we have well done? Uh, that's what I was looking for. I was yeah, looking for some well done. Well uh, it's well done to whoever gives birth to George Justin this Sunday. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, well that's a, a preemptive well done. Thespian. Thespian. <laughs> we all a have. premature premature well done. Sure, that's that's how it happened. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, we're done. Okay. Okay. Well done to. Um, uh, there's a, a library in Orange County. Florida that um, just finished renovating a free rehearsal space for um, local theaters that they can use. Cool. Um, for anybody who has a uh, a library card. Nice. So that's yeah. It's a it opens up 
some more options for people who live in tiny houses and want to produce shows. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Um, I've got a cool one. Uh, Hawaii has received the last shipment of coal it will ever receive as the state's last coal-fired power plant will close in September. So uh, no more coal power in Hawaii. Wow. Well done, Hawaii. Well done, Hawaii. Give it up on all that clean coal. Uh, well done to William Shatner. Oh, no. No, no. Actually, it's not well done. Never Go mind. Ahead. Go ahead, artist. <laughs> okay. This I, one. I think it's well done for William Shatner for being alive another day. Uh, no, not no, with his no, attitude. Not, not with his current uh, attitude. No, he's he's got a privilege problem. Uh, yeah, he said that Star Trek is too woke and it's too political uh, in its new form. Says the man who Says participated the... in the first interracial kiss on television. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, really, I haven't seen the new Star Trek. Is it more political than the no, old Star Trek? No, not at all. It's the same. It's actually yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's less preachy it's and more actiony, but yeah. it's the same. Yeah, and Jonathan oh. Frakes, Jonathan Frakes had a very had a very uh, a very oh. clear quote. I wasn't going to do it, but I'll do it. We're doing it. Uh, he said, and I have to zoom in because it's small. Um, people perceive that <laughs> start. People perceive that Star Trek is too woke because it's dealing with what's really going on in the world in a very timely and conscious and appropriate way, and it seems absurd. Jonathan Frakes is a badass. Well, he's directing so many of these shows. He's incredible. Yeah. What you got? Uh, uh, artist. All right. So this one goes out to a heckler. Oh, uh, so get see. heckled on. Uh, let's see. As Phil Mickelson prepared to hit his first shot at the LIV golf. Oh, event. that's basketball. Yeah. No, no, it's golf. No, it's golf. golf. Hockey? Shooting LA, golf. LIV, LIV golf. Yeah. Why, is, why is Mickelson at the LIV? At Trump Bedminster, he yeah. had to step away from the ball as this heckler said, do it for the Saudi royal family. Yeah. That's very good. Well, and uh, and and uh, former President Trump came out in in heavy support of the of the Saudi league that is being put together. Yeah. For golf, and he was then uh, very quickly uh, slapped down because I'm, of that. It's so interesting you brought that up because uh, the PGA Tour, the the basically the global body for uh, organized golf, professional events, golf, professional yeah. golfing <laughs> association yeah. or whatever, um, the the profeter, pro, the professional batsman. Yes. Um, They've basically said if you, because you have to be registered to play play with the PGA, if you as a member of the PGA participate in this LIV league, you're banned. Yeah. For life. You're done. Yep. So what the LIV is doing is they're basically offering a bunch of well-known golfers a lot of money to come play on their tour with them. What I'm curious about is... The PGA is well established and has been around for uh, a while. Like Not, a century. I can't say centuries. It could be like a century. Over a century, I'm I think sure. It's a, at least a century. Something yeah. like that. It's been around for a minute. Yeah. Uh, LIV is brand new, paid for by a bunch of uh, Saudi, uh, uh, Saudi royal yeah. oil money um, who definitely don't have slaves. And uh, a bunch of greedy golfers are cool about that, apparently. Yeah. And, that, and so you know was the former have? president. Mm. You what? know what they do have? What's that? They do have bone saws. Bone saw is ready. Um, thank they, you for getting that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they never found. And they never found all of him. No. All right. So. I do have one other. Well done. This is a quick one. We are now up to identifying Alzheimer's seventeen years in advance, which is badass. 
I, uh, there's a whole. Is there thing. a problem with that? Yeah, something. Uh, most uh, Alzheimer's research in the past several decades has been fraudulent. Oh so, no. Yeah, there's. Yeah, it's We've been. Got, a, it's been a money making. I'm gonna thing. name it's drop here. It's Klaus Gerwartz and Leon Bayer. Yeah. Uh, of the Bochum research team have allegedly claimed. Yeah. Sorry, no, not not allegedly claimed. They have claimed yeah. they can detect Alzheimer's up to 17 years in advance. Well, I hope they can, but I'll forget anyway. I can detect impotence up to seventeen years mm. in advance. Oof. I can have, I, easy there, Matt Gates. I can. I'm faster than that. I can. I can. I can detect I, impotence about that. an hour in advance. So, um, so uh, I have it well done. Oh, good. So I don't know if you remember, but back in 2020 in uh, Central Park, there was a woman who claimed that a black man was attacking her because he said hey put your dog on a leash he was a bird watcher it was, yeah the ba- battle of the coopers yes right. yes His it was cooper. was christopher cooper christopher cooper that's correct yeah. um and he uh has been chosen to be hosting the 2023 national geographic bird watching show called what? extraordinary yep. birder yep that's awesome so oh, congratulations yeah. 100%. to that guy yes. him, yeah. that is excellent well done yeah yeah and to uh, and to uh, no leash, Karen. Uh, yeah. Screw off. Yeah. All right. It's so, the lack of the leash. It is the lack of the leash. All right. So, anybody else? Any? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, anyone, uh, anyone? Anyone? I got enough because if I bring up more things, we'll just talk for another hour. We will probably. That exactly. is fair. Yeah. All right. So the one man. Fuck uh, the filibuster. Ah. Sure. So the One Man Revolution podcast available anywhere you can get download podcasts. We're here every Friday night live from the bunker. Uh, on Facebook, Omar Podcast. Uh, and of course, the complete show uh, with no advertising thrown in is available at onemanrevolution.org. So until next week, I'm the revolutionary. I'm the comrade. I'm the Canadian. I'm the thespian. And I'm the artist. And stay fresh, cheese bags. Cheese bags.